0: Everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Not Your Average Netizens of 2016. I'm Ash, and I'm coming to you with two of my K pop podcast um, cohorts Kiara. Hey, everyone. And Tim. Yo. Tim murder. It is 2016 and there's already lots of good stuff happening. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the year because honestly a lot of, like literally we're like a week or two into 2016. There's already a lot ton of crap happening. So, um, really getting, um, really excited to get um, to a lot of that. How is everyone's new year? Hmm? It's okay. <laughs>
1: that was okay. cool. Went on vacation, but I was in the cold, so that sucked. But that's cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I didn't really do all that much either, but I had. To, I was off work, so that was good. Okay. So, um, something a little different that I'm going to try and do, um, with some of the episodes or all the episodes depends on how you guys respond to it. Um, I have been wanting to do it for a while, which is. Doing um, MV commentaries, and what I had tried to do before was you know, do uh, take the MV and then kind of overlay the commentary, you know, like a like movie commentary, commentary track over the MV. However, YouTube, K pop um, entertainment companies, and YouTube licensing does not like that very much, and you know, you run into problems with your. Um, videos being taken down and your accounts being suspended and such as like so I was thinking I still want to do it because you know MVs are obviously a huge important part of K-pop but instead of just doing the videos um, just doing it on the podcast so if you're listening to the podcast and you want to see that you know here we think about MV we're talking about it as it goes on and you can watch it while you're we're watching it all I have to do is start it when we're getting ready to start and so i'm going to try that and we'll see how that works and we're all going to be watching it we're all watching it via tim's uh, live stream account thank you tim and we'll be watching <laughs> tim is uh, not on board with all of the mv choices Um, for this episode but we'll watch as many as we can also a special video for those of you who may know what I'm talking about some more how you exposure for K-pop this past week so um, let's start first Um, Style Shabbat made their comeback this past week as um, a new four member well not new group but newly four member group as we had talked about they had their other two members recently uh, went and uh, decided to leave the group so now they have R4 and they came back with a new concept with a new mini album and song and what they called a naturalness concept so someone like you yes any comments before we start the video? Mm mmm I mean, I guess it's
2: kind of like them going back to their concept before, you know, Joker. Because it, re- it reminds me of, kind of give me vibes from, like, their older songs.
0: Hmm. Um,
3: so,
2: the only thing t-
0: I really remember of Del Shabbat is, well, I know um, Big Baby Baby, and then when they first started, they kind of had this weird, kind of cutesy kind of concept. So I don't really know the other ones that well.
2: I just feel like it goes with more kind of like the retro-y type sound they kind of had it before. Oh, okay. It Thank falls you. into that category, but again, yeah, let's watch it.
0: Okay. Let's go. Kim, let go. I'm playing it, relax. I don't know if it's
1: it's
0: definitely less uh Hashtag sexy than their um than Joker.
2: I uh, I find these kind of concepts interesting in girl group music videos when apparently they all like the same guy or something, or and then uh, they all they all go or they're just kind of get revenge on the guy or guys.
0: I don't know. It's,
1: it's interesting to me.
0: Tim, could you turn down the volume a little bit?
1: Sure can. Better.
0: Yep. Thanks. I like their um their outfits, um their dance outfits. Hey. And I like that they have a contrast, like you know they have the scenes where they're kind of, you know, uh, relaxed and cute, but you know they're not. Doing, you know, they're not cutesy the whole way through. You know, they're sexy when they're dancing. They're classy. You know, their dresses. You know, they're showing different sides of themselves, basically.
2: Maybe it's because I'm not that a huge Dalbabet fan. It doesn't feel like they're missing members. It feels like they've naturally been four this whole time. (laughs) Well, yeah. I
0: mean, I think that comes from them not really being an established group so much. You know, so. It's not gonna, you know, and then that, that I guess is a good thing for them because it's not gonna really affect them that they had two members leave.
2: Yeah. And I think because the most known member, what's her name? Is it uh,
1: Subin? Yeah, Subin.
2: Um. Yeah. It's like, as long as she's there, I think. Yeah, it can continue because she is the most vis- most visually known member. So,
0: <clears throat> which one is Subin? The dark-haired uh-huh. one. She's with the pink and...
1: Right.
2: Yeah, okay. Okay. I think she's the, the yeah. rapper, right? Well, she's a vocalist, but she took over the rapping. Um, I, yeah, because the rapper, Gayun, she left, so she took over the rapping, I believe. Right.
0: Ah. Uh, what do you guys think of the song?
2: I like it. That's it's nice. nice.
0: Yeah.
1: So. It reminds me of an 80s movie.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I did like big baby babies, so that doesn't bother me. And, you know, I obviously I liked Wonder Girls, the whole 80s back thing, so it doesn't bother me. I, you know, It's pleasant. It's nice to listen to.
2: Now, I really wish this part when they had pointing the guns at him or whatever, I wish it was like a water gun, to be honest. I thought it doesn't
0: say
1: Or a paintball gun. I thought they were going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. like, get it's like, like Superman, <laughs> I
0: those are not really going to kill you. Or harm you anyway. over here. Yeah, I mean he cheated on all four of you. Like, come
2: on uh, At least what? You know, you know. Paintball. Come
1: on. Show <laughs> him what's up.
2: But yeah, I think for a comeback, it's a good song. And you know, as much as I did enjoy Joker as a song, but the video left a
0: lot of. Line. Oh, I really did not like their con- aesthetic for that. Okay, next one. Okay, next one is Onda. Um, formerly Anda Miro, um, with her new MV, Taxi. I chose this one because I liked her other song that she released in 2015, Touch. Touch. So, which was complete earworm for me, so.
2: This is one of the best... Music videos that was on a twenty dollar budget and they
0: worked it very well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, then like, that
0: proves like there's no excuse for anybody else. It's like you know.
2: Yeah, I'm like, look at this. Whoever directs Hello Venus's music, like, listen, you can do so little, <laughs> but still go so far. Like, we don't have to go cheap, okay? Let's, let's watch this video. <laughs> okay,
3: yeah.
2: there you go. And it's actually been getting a lot of attention internationally. Like I've been seeing so many like people talk about her, and like so many like people making gifts. And
0: I feel yeah, like that's where surprised. I've seen her mentioned the most. Is you know with I'm a, international. I'm not
1: at all surprised that she's being internationally successful after she made like a practical lesbian song. Like you're gonna you're gonna win. You're gonna win <laughs> after that. International fans are gonna love you.
0: And she does have more of a westernized feel to her in general than. I won't
2: yeah. lie, though, at the beginning of the song, for a second, I thought I was listening to, um, Fancy.
0: <laughs> oh, it does have a, a similar, like, beat. It does. I'm not
2: saying it's the same, but I, w- I wasn't watching the video when they first started playing. I was looking at something else, and then for a second, yeah. I thought I clicked on something that was playing Fancy or something.
0: It's, sim- it's, it's, you know, it's got some similar parts to it, I can see. Thankfully, it's not. Yeah. I can see um, that she has a definitely a less k popish esthetic than, you know, than you would ex- expect. So, I can see why international fans like her a lot. She, yeah,
2: she does only I mean, have, like, kind of, I guess you could say unique, uh, mm-hmm. a unique face within the K-pop community.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, she, I guess she, I mean, does in general, like, her whole, like, image is, is like, not what you typically see, but is something that, you know, would be you know, that a lot of females and, you know, western music do all the time I mean, I think she could probably would be one of the few people that maybe could trans like to to transfer into western music, I guess, if she wanted to No, I don't agree well, I mean I can see her making the go of it, you know. I mean,
1: I don't think she could transition cuz she has nothing unique about her sound if she went to the west. Her her sound is unique because she's not in the west.
0: I guess so.
1: This is a very generic western song like that's all. It is. <laughs> well, yeah, this western well, song.
0: yeah, this well, yeah. So she I would mean, fall yeah.
1: Into the rabble of western people and then well, it yeah, would be Oh yeah, I concerned. Do your lyrics stand out? Do your do your vocal stand out like I I don't think she would be able to hang in the West.
2: She'd be a great model here, though. I'll tell you
3: that.
1: Oh, yeah. She could model. She has really unique features. I hope that this isn't the song that made uh, everybody say that she should join Unpretty Rap Star, because her rap is garbage. Like, she's not really. Fine, I, I don't feel like song, she's really but...
0: like even like rapping in this. Yeah,
1: like she's just kind of talk singing. So I hope yeah. it, I hope this isn't the song. I hope there's some other song that made people say that because Jesus. If people are saying
0: well, that, I mean, yeah, yeah on the He's last Unpretty Pretty
1: Rap Star thing. Yorin actually at least tried to rap. So...
0: Yeah, but I mean, Kieran didn't really have a history of rapping before then. So I mean, you know.
1: Hey, look, it's my baby.
0: <laughs> are you sure you don't want to watch Scary Boy? I don't want to watch Bacon. If you're gonna make me watch it, then we're gonna watch Geary Boy. Okay, we can watch Gary Boy then. <sighs> Stupid song. <I'm> so mad. <laughs>
1: God. I don't want to listen to that song.
0: Oh, wait, you don't like this song? Like no, I Gear love Boy?
1: this song, but. Oh, okay. Um, I don't like. I don't want to listen to the Susie Bacon song. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, we won't. We were going to listen to to Susie Bacon, but I've been outvoted here on. On our podcast, so we're not gonna do it. Also, it's a slow song, so it probably would feel like we we're, you know, sitting there watching it for like an hour, even though it was only probably three minutes. So we'll just listen to Gary Boys' latest music video. Um, yeah, so, I have not watched this yet. Me neither. So Gary Boys. Info?
1: Yeah, Gary Boys' uh, latest video is um, "Hogu." And it is produced by a guy who's part of his uh, W.Y.B.H. crew, which they make remixes and stuff. Uh, they recently did a remix of Four Walls um, by FX.
0: That's oh, really good, okay. actually. I actually remember seeing that.
1: Okay. Um, and it also features uh, Brother Sue, who is a uh, vocalist. I'm not sure what company he's with. but um, okay. oh, a very starship. He's a starship. Starship. Oh, of course he's Starship, because Gary Boy is in love with that label. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I also believe that this music video is produced by uh, Digipedi. There's been no proof, or there's been like no word about who actually produced it, but it looks like his kind of style. So, Digi Petty is who did. Um, his other music video, 30 by 30 and also, like, Benzino's last music video, the music Um. video vibrato that everybody hates, like, (laughs) all of the... Basically, any video that has, like, neon (laughs) is is his thing. Yeah, it does have a very uh, distinctive look to it. Pastels, there we go. Yeah, so here we go.
2: The Pastels hip-hop, you know, movement still happens, I (laughs) see.
1: It's still going very strong. never going to stop. They're all trendy. The song is also about getting uh, sucked dry in a bad relationship, but being unable to stop.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then that explains the straws.
1: Yes. It'll it'll explain all the visual effects that are weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, I don't mind that. I mean, I don't mind, you know, that. It's just I had to have it explained to me, but...
2: And also, Hogo, I believe, means fool, so...
0: Yeah. yeah. Ah, bonus Korean translation. Nice, Kiara. Yeah. Thank you to
2: the K drama called Hogu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole song is like him talking about how, you know, he's in this really toxic relationship with some girl who's just sucking him dry, but he's in love with her, so he doesn't care. And he's basically just going to deal with it. Yeah. So he's well. just as bad, right? Because he's being dumb and doing it.
0: Well, you know, she's the one sucking him dry, literally. Yeah, but he's letting her. I mean, he's aware
1: of it happening and he's still doing it. So I think you're at fault once you admit that you're doing something bad.
0: (laughs) You know what? Something about him and his image reminds me of... Don't get offended Tim. But I feel like it's, like, what G-Dragon is always trying to come off as, but is not, you know? Like, like his, obviously, like, his image to me is a lot more natural. Like, that's <laughs> just him. But I get, like, a whiff of G-Dragon from it. Like, this is something that he ch- tries to do or, I don't know, come off as. I don't know. I just see some similarities.
2: Oh, this video took a uh, 360 turn. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't
0: what know that <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm weird. I like the skeletons
1: I really like his shirt with all the She's straws like, oh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> I also like his fake stomach with abs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think this is the first time I'm seeing him without any glasses on. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him before.
1: Uh, I think it's his first video where he actually like has himself without glasses pretty often.
0: Yeah, I think he's had he's still, like his glasses he's still wearing he them in this something. video quite a bit.
1: Yeah, he just has scenes where he actually doesn't have them on, which is kind of strange.
2: Cause that's, that's like part of his whole image, right? Well,
1: he's actually, like, blind, <laughs> so he needs them. But, yeah, he's like Mad Clown. They both, like, you know, need glasses, but they wear it because it's part of their image. Dirty Boy just actually has, like, more lenses and is stylish about it. Or stylish with quotes because I think his glasses are ridiculous, but...
0: This is pretty with the paper cranes. Well, well now it's kind of weird, but... <laughs>
2: I think even if you watch this video and you don't know that one word of Korean, you still know what the song is about. Yeah, like, I
0: mean now that like after Tim told me, and I'm like, well, maybe I could figure it out for myself. <laughs> yeah, it the imagery is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm.
2: That's good.
1: He also know. has a um, one the cut, just like uh, Yezi did for her music video, and it's really funny. So if you guys like Geary Boy and like that song, you should go watch it. He just makes fun of his fans the whole time. Like, he doesn't really answer any questions. He just makes fun of his fans. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Awesome. Okay. One day I'm going to dip my toe into K-Hip-Hop and get more involved in it. It's when I have some time. Okay. Um, <laughs> one last thing. Um, we don't have to watch... We don't have to watch on the Suzy, but I want you guys to watch this because... Oh, you already have it pulled up. Yes. Okay. So one of my favorite things to do is to um, see what the – not that one, Tim.
1: I know. Don't worry. Relax. Keep talking. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> um, the um, – what was I talking about? Yes. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> things to do is to watch um, the Nugu Nugu's. Um. The ones are even below Nugu's. Um, That is, um, the people that only get any kind of promotion on um, K-pop sites by a random person that has a post up pretty much every K-pop MV that comes up. Um, You know, I just, you know, I find it interesting, and I have to admit, you know, I do laugh a bit at the budgetness of some of this. um, But um, I think it's interesting to see what the upstarts are trying to do and you know the ones that no one is paying any attention to so I saw this one and I only saw a, a, a still I haven't even seen the video yet I just saw a still and I was like we have to watch it so this one is uh, by Coco Sorry um, which I believe is a duo is Sorry isn't in this? One? <laughs> you mean okay. Sorry is not the soloist? I don't know I just know they're called Coco Sorry uh, okay I don't know if they're, like, part of their, like, I a hope unit so hasn't or, what. This far. or a unit or if they're, like, two new people. Um, I think they're just, like, two girls, okay? So, yes, and it's called Dark Circle. And apparently they will be promoting this on um, some music shows, so.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ready
0: let go, Coco.
1: That's not Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, okay, I'm instantly disappointed.
2: Already, you are exactly. fake Sorry. <laughs> what is this? And what is this Orange Caramel Copycat? I was I'm about to say, at... is this is like if Orange Caramel had
0: ten dollars to do an MV. Are
2: they twins?
0: They, no. I don't yeah, think so. they're dressed like it, but I was about to say, I can't tell if their faces are...
2: They have exact same hairstyle, same dress, yeah. same yeah. hair color,
1: so it's just...
0: Yeah, I don't think so. They're, their faces look different.
1: Oh my god, a broccoli guy?
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Broccoli dude. A naked broccoli dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's got on the little uh, green Speedos. They're totally like... Gy- um, like... Totally like stealing from um, Orange Caramel's playbook here.
1: I don't really think you can. Like, I don't really see this as stealing from Orange Caramel as much as it is stealing from like weird Japanese music videos.
0: Well, yeah, but I've never
1: seen still... a broccoli guy <laughs> in an Orange well, Caramel. No, video.
0: They, they've always kind of had weird, random. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, but they didn't. They don't hold the market on it. Like I think this they is didn't more. hold the
0: market. I mean, they're just like. The I think real...
1: this is way more weird. Like Japanese-styled music video than it is um, Orange Caramel.
0: I think I see Japanese
2: on um, that crane, whatever, so I think they're, they're, they just from yeah, like, Japanese think, music video. I think video. they're just
1: robbing like, a weirdo Japanese music video. Like. And it's fine, whatever. Do, do your thing, girl, but it's weird. <laughs> also, Orange Caramel makes catchy music, and this isn't catchy, so it can't <laughs> be an Orange Caramel ripoff.
0: It can still be a ripoff without being good. Yeah. Eat broccoli to reduce
2: your dark circles. They told oh, us
1: it's okay. full of vitamins? They're, they're telling us everything about it. Oh my god, they're going to eat that dude. This is cannibalism. <laughs> I don't support this.
0: Uh, that explains the outfit, so. so okay, so, so called, it's
2: called Dark Circles because broccoli helps with dark circles, and that's why there's a broccoli man.
0: Ah, okay. So this is like a beauty. Um, it also
1: yeah. they also told us first that it is chock full of vitamins.
0: It's kind okay. of okay. They're trying to get a broccoli deal, I guess. So
2: they love the broccoli guy because.
0: Oh my god!
2: <laughs>
1: then, this is definitely <laughs> Japanese inspired. Don't ever lie to me, and to say they ripped off all his
3: caramel.
2: <laughs> Oh, they got a new Broccoli Man. Grandpa! grandpa. Grandpa.
1: (laughs) I'm really over this, you guys.
2: (laughs) Wow, I wonder
0: if when they perform this on the music shows, they're going to have Broccoli Guy. They can't do this without Broccoli Guy.
1: I hope not. I feel like I have to watch this live, though.
0: (laughs) Yes, now, just to see what the heck they're going to do. Okay, Last thing. This is not actually an MV, but well, it technically, is an MV, or more of a satire of MVs. So this past week, Candy Family Guy,
1: Marshmallow, Sick.
0: Yes, Family Guy. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about it after the video, but basically, they did a. Um, K- parody of K-pop videos, and there's literally like I have a list. There's like tons of references in this video. We'll see how many we can point out, but they go by so fast. Um, but they did it to um, the tune of Hyuna's song Bubble Pop, and um, they basically did it's this, you know musical number, and within the musical number, there's a ton of South Korean cultural references and K-pop references, and yeah, it hit the, you know, it. this um, show aired this past Sunday, and, yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said, I put this on Twitter, somebody did their research. I don't know if it was anybody on their actual, like, um, team, or they brought someone in. Um, they've never really, like, mentioned I say this is a person that has watched Family Guy for a long time, don't judge, but um, they haven't really had a whole lot of like references to South Korea on their show in general, so this is really the first time they have ever really, you know, focused on them, so this is, it's interesting otherwise, so um, yes, um, let's watch the video. Hmm? And obviously, this being Family Guy, there's going to be some insulting things in there as well, but... Um. Right, um,
1: for the record, before we get started, this is Family Guy, like, it's meant to be um, satire. <laughs> um, I know that a lot of people don't feel like comedians should be able to get away with, like, everything, and I agree they shouldn't be able to get away with everything, but you definitely have to give them more leniency than you do, like, a politician and yeah. a regular celebrity.
0: Um, having seen other parts of the episode, I think in general they weren't trying to be negative about South Korea or K pop, they're just being family guy, which is being kind of tasteless and offensive. And this like this, this whole show them. is
1: literally like making fun of dumb Americans. That's the majority of the show is Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. The main like Peter is supposed to be the stupidest person alive. So I mean and he's
1: just a fat American. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. so, <laughs> you I gotta mean, realize. Understand so the context. That's his role. Yeah, so okay. So this is quahog, was it quahog candy marshmallow? Yeah.
1: Yes. Co- candy quahog marshmallow. Candy
0: quahog marshmallow, yes. Can you
2: put up the volume volume a little bit please?
0: Sure. So right away, shiny. Kara right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the booty shorts. I noticed the signs in the back Fan that pop. that meant yeah. Got style, of course. Double pop, dance. S again, what's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, to anyone. <everyone>. <laughs>
2: I think that was supposed to be some
0: issue <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Cleveland. Confusing dance break, I always I love that. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, they just put some Miley Cyrus in there for like, just because.
2: Because you don't get American more than Miley Cyrus.
0: <laughs> hmm. so There's so much. I
1: There's no marshmallow. They messed up and they have ice cream. No, just they have
0: them. a huge marshmallow man.
1: I know, but I'm talking about at the, when they pose. They don't have a marshmallow.
0: <laughs> that they have is candy
1: like... and no marshmallow.
0: Candy
2: and ice cream. <laughs>
0: okay. So, that was a very random thing to focus on. But, okay, yes. So, just so that you guys, um, uh, just just to have it here, this is, this is probably not even everything. But this is... Um, I guess a general list of like all the references in the videos starting from the beginning so they did in the beginning Michael Jackson thrust that like all idol like male idols do Kara's, um dance moves from step and this this uh, set from step mm-hmm. um the uh, SNSD O cheerleader outfits and then there's one of Kara's Pandora MV dance box rooms then they have a moment from SNSD, I Got a Boy, where Yuri hugs the bear. Um, I saw that Peter hugs the bear. That's from SNSD, I Got a Boy. Um, Crayon Pop, Bar, 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 with a guest feature of Pororo, which is the giant penguin Pororo. thing that was um, running after um, Peter, which I also heard is a Running Man reference. Um, Miss A, Good Girl, Bad Girl, On the Floor Kicks, Cara, Step in the Beginning Solo Shot Background, FX New Abo New Abo Streets um, Orange Caramel Catalina FX Hot Summer Dance Box Room and Typical Hip Hop Boy Band Clothes Psy Gangnam Style Elevator Hip Thrust SNSD line Heart Ending Pose I did not catch that Eight People Too Okay Star Touch My Body Concept More FX New Abo Streets and not sure, but maybe Tasty You Know Me Shoulder Shuffle. Oh, I saw that. I was just thinking that was like a general MC Hammer thing, but okay. Um, XO Wolf Outfits and AOA Short Hair Lights Set, Girl's Day Darling Cupcakes, uh, Familiar Pink Box Set, um, but don't know what that is yet, EXO Dubstep Drops, <laughs> Super Junior um, Bona Mana Pelvic Thrust, and Slash In Black, Mona Lisa, Pelvic Thrust. More MJ-inspired thrust done by me. Idols, Um, Miley Swing, plus the Sister, touch My Body set. 2 p.m., I'll Be Back, Running Man, uh, boy panties like Hyuna, Bubble Pops, Boy Top, Um, Pink Box set um, with Exo's Love Me Right moves, Shiny View, um, Footwork from Shiny's View, Uh, more of the Kara step set, they really like that step set, with Super Junior, Mr. uh, Simple Moves, and Outfits, and that's what, that's just, you know, what I've seen so far, up Gathered Together. Um, So, some context with, uh, one more context with this. Um, So, the title of the episode is Candy, Quahog, that was the title of the episode, and the title of the song. So, um, the characters Peter and his friends Quagmire, Joan, Cleveland binge-watched the K-drama. They weren't able to finish it because they were unable to find a VHS tape with the last episode. So they all decided to go to South Korea to get the final episode. And um, when they get to South Korea, they discover K-pop and eat Korean food and drink soju and do other things that you know are related to how you and you know are you know uh, related to South Korea. Um, also notable um, was one K-pop group got approximately 12 seconds of airtime on Family Guy, and and not even as an animation. They actually showed the actual um, MV, and Sistar, and that was Sistar's "Touch My Body," and yeah. they actually they actually showed it, and it was actually kind of funny. They um, It was uh, Quagmire's Korean girlfriend tells him to watch K-pop music videos as she prepares dinner. So he turns it on, and then they show a little bit of it of them dancing and looking sexy as usual. A lot of um, I think I remember seeing Bora, and they show quite a bit of Yoren. Oh, um, of it, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. And then after that, um, Peter, (laughs) he's like they're all watching it, and they just kind of have like wide-eyed stares. And he's like, "What is this? And how can I make the rest of my life about it?" Yes. Yes, which I'm like, that is K-pop fans in the freaking nutshell. I mean, which makes the whole thing about how some people, of course, and I saw this, and as soon as I saw this on the internet, I was like, people are going to, somebody's going to bitch about it. Which makes that even more funny, considering that that pretty much sums up K-pop fans as a whole. Um, there were people um, on Twitter and such that they were, you know, offended by what was put on there but as Tim said, um, this is what Family Guy is known for. Um, that's what they do. Um, like I say' someone that has watched Family Guy for a long time and you know even I don't agree or like all the things that they um, opinions and things that they satirize and the, and the opinions that they put forth. but um, in America as an American show they have the right to do so. And um, in general, they weren't really negative. they took some pot shots. Um, you know of course they did the whole thing in Koreans eating dogs. Um, they made the whole um, made a joke about kimchi and some other things. but in general, I mean it wasn't anything um, uh, intensely uh, actually it was less offensive than they tend to be. Um, they've said some things about uh People, Asian people generally, in the past, that I think are actually more offensive. Um, but as far as the whole K-pop thing, especially with, I have to say, the 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 music video satire, it was, I mean, uh, that was pretty spot on. Um, and just the fact that there's so many references in there. Um, also, I forgot to mention. I mentioned it during the video, but I I remember where I saw the signs from where they're holding up the the random like in, um uh random like English signs. Um, that was from uh, Tiana's Ice Cream, where they had like the remember when they had like the random signs about Batman and stuff and
1: Oh yeah you know, yeah. I was sitting
0: on the <laughs> internet and was like, what is this? So that was in an. So somebody obviously that worked on this that knows you know, that at least is know someone that is exposed to K-pop or or is a K-pop fan themselves. <laughs> what did you guys think about it?
1: Um, It was funny. I mean, if you take it for what it is, which is satire, like, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, there's some parts that I didn't really get down with, but yeah. for the most part, it was all right. I mean, anything to get exposure is still good, and especially because Sister had so much time spent, like, focused on actual that group, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, and it wasn't anything – and and they, and they and it that's all they – like I said, the only thing that they said was that line that Peter said, which wasn't anything offensive. They didn't say anything offensive about the girls or, you know. So, I mean, that's – for Family Guy, like I said, for that show, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So whoever did that must have been a sister fan, I think as well. Yeah, and, and I mean,
1: um, I know there's- that there's people who – were upset that, you know, it was Sister, and I'm sure they were wondering why it wasn't their favorites, and I guarantee there's a bunch of people who are like, well, I'm glad it wasn't my favorite, blah, 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 like, whatever, <laughs> it clearly, they clearly needed to pick something that would instantly have an appeal, right, so they're gonna pick a group that's gonna do something sexy, and that's gonna have a dance that's very, or they're gonna have a dance in a, a, portrayal of said dance in a very, like, how you would imagine K-pop to be, and "Touch My Body" is a perfect example of like if I was gonna sell somebody I listen to K-pop, what is K-pop like? Well, it's this. Like for the especially most when part, especially you
0: think of the people yeah, that watch yeah. Family, typically watch Family Guy. That I mean, Sistar is probably the best way to. I mean, you know. Yeah,
1: and and I mean, like I said, I think <laughs> it's a perfect representation of of like what you would get from most K-pop videos. Like it's very focused on them dancing. There's bright colors um, the dance is catchy the song is catchy and the majority of the focus is on them dancing but it does have moments where they're just like look at how pretty I am in bright colors like it, it's yeah. pretty accurate to what k-pop is now so
0: yeah
1: I think but it makes UTR, sense you
0: are, uh, since one of your bias groups got uh, so much exposure on American TV I'm just happy for them
2: like hey it's free promo. <laughs> um, I thought it was just interesting, like how when that episode came out, all I kept seeing was like, "Oh, family's
0: guy's about to get sued." So many times, blah blah blah, and I'm like, "Yeah, I think and that I that like way. they haven't gotten sued for the millions of other insulting things they've said about yeah. practically everybody in else in the world." Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, in the end, this is kind of like free promo for K-pop, like. And I just yeah, like I said, for something that is um from Family Guy, this is actually one of their least offensive things I've seen them
0: do. Yeah, that's what I was so,
2: saying. <laughs> I, mean, I I understand, especially if K pop fans who don't know Family Guy Family Guy or never watched it, they'll be offended by it. But I just think people kinda need to do their research and just be realized, well, this it, this is some they didn't show something that kind of eh, but at the same time, it's not the worst. They they've just like, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I take it for what it is. I thought it was kind of funny, and I'm just, I'm, also, I'm very happy that they included like certain things from Kara because I would. They I would included think... a
0: lot from Kara. I didn't realize how much they, how much they used that step. Um, step, is
2: like, step is for sure their highest, most viewed music video. When you look at all their mm-hmm. music video, it's their highest one.
0: It's definitely um, one of my favorite songs of theirs, which we'll get to later. But I didn't realize it was like the favorite.
2: Yeah, like, their, that music video is, like, one of them. And I guess because it's also, like, the, I guess, for music video, it was just very, very well done. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was okay, and I'm so happy. And I'm glad for her sister. Like, yeah, I get that free promo.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Any other comments? You? Okay. That is the end of our MV segment. So, let us know what you think. Um let us know if maybe you want it separate from the actual podcast or not. Um, Like I said, I do like doing these kind of MV commentaries, so try to slide them in somewhere. Um, But that was fun. So let's go into 2016 officially. Um, uh, The entertainment companies, and not just the big three, um, have started releasing what their plans are for the upcoming year. Um, Some of them are... um, kind of interesting um, Starship um, while we're on Sistar um, said that this year they're going to focus on their individual activities um, start promoting Monster X in China and Korea, boyfriend in, and out of Korea and more collabs from Turin and Soyu um, Star Empire is debuting a new five member idol group this month um, apparently, they're molding this group after 17, um, where they do everything themselves. I'm sure cost has nothing to do with it. Um, Shia um, is not going to have any group activities. Sorry, Shia fans. They will have individual activities. SM is going to be launching a mail group from SM Rookies and focusing on getting their name out there. Super Junior will be promoting more actively under their own label. Comebacks are lined up, once again, for Girls' Generation, Shiny FX, and EXO, along with units and solos. Red Velvet will continue to promote as a team. FNC is apparently going to venture outside of their band groups again to launch their first male dance group, a nine-member team called Neo School. Um, NEO 1 will be the debut team but all members will be okay so this is apparently going to be another reality show type thing. all members will be at risk of elimination I don't know what that means. Um, FTI Land, CM Blue, InFlying, AOA, and Geniel will all have at least one comeback plan for the year with more hopefully more active schedules CM Blue will be focusing on individual activities. AOA is going to be open to team, solo, unit, and individual activities and to continue to promote in a variety of areas. YG, um, which we'll focus on, uh, Winner, which has been getting some um, um, additional promo um, information Is information about their comeback has been coming out. But um, people have already seen Winner's going to have their comeback soon with various activities and acting in variety. Big Bang is going to continue their Japanese Dome tour, This making them tons of money. Icon has an upcoming Japanese concert. Acton Musician and Katie Kim's comebacks are still under discussion. Lee High's new album will be produced under high ground. Yay. Um, Top will be enlisting in the Army. Boo. 21 has contract renewals coming up, excluding CL. Um, Still undecided on the debut of 21's Little Sister Group, which has been in talks since 2012. (laughs) JYP. twice in Day 6 will continue to promote in Korea. Wonder Girls 2PM and Got 7 will each get at least one comeback this year with the male groups promoting more in Japan and Thailand along with various activities in movies, varieties, and dramas. Suzy will continue individual promos, get that money. 15 and G-Soul, um, Beka Young, and Bernard Parker slated for album releases as well. Um Infinite is going to be continuing with more stuff. Lovely's... Um, more albums, varieties, and acting. Um, Pletus, um, newest, is supposed to open the start of the new year with some new stuff. 17, so 17, like 17, <laughs> 17 is going to have two or more comebacks to focus on building their Korean fanbase.
3: Because they um, make with,
0: member <laughs> with member Woozy continuing to spearhead production, Orange Caramel will come back with another provocative concept. After school, which um, we'll also talk a little bit about later, their members are so far are supposed to focus on solos and individual variety activities. As a group comeback is, as as of right now, undecided.
1: Oh, great! So you're telling me that Lizzie's going to do stuff and nobody else. All right, and Nana, my bad.
0: Mm. Um, And lastly, Cube is launching a rookie boy group called Pentagon. Four Minute um, is once again going to kick off things at the beginning of the new year. Um, Beast and BTOB will get at least one comeback each in the new year. Yuk Sunjay, Dujun, Kikwong, and other acting members of Beast will continue to scout follow up dramas along with possibilities and solos and unit activities. So, any commentary about that?
1: Long hair, don't care.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I don't care till it happens. So there's no after school. So I mean, big surprise there, plot is newest is gonna do something. So I guess they don't like money. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> it makes sense to have seventeen do stuff. I get it, and well done.
0: So interesting. Uh, like I said, we were gonna talk yeah, about no after one about school more.
1: like money. Yeah.
0: So interesting about after school because mentioning them. Um, there's a recent. Um, a piece that came out yesterday actually um, after school fans have been wanting to come back for a while um, and I'm assuming these are international fans because they did what most international fans of anything do when they want to try and convince um, people of bringing back a show or doing anything really they started a change.org petition um, and depleted entertainment Entertainment to um, Bring after school, basically give after school a comeback. Um, June, this June is going to mark three years since after school have come out with a new song. And after school fans, a fan with the online ID AquaZ from the United States has started a change.org petition, which um, for those who don't know, this is a petition that you can do on the official uh, USA um, government website, which is can potentially be seen by the government. That doesn't mean that they look at every change.org petition. Obviously, um, sometimes they do. Obviously, if you get a, a whole lot of signatures, you know, they'll get uh, media attention. And so what? Um, but you know, that doesn't mean they're going to necessarily do anything. But it's it's there more as like you know, just to encourage people. To be like, we're you know, giving you the, you know, we're giving you the initiative. Um, but they did a Change.org petition for, uh, ple- aimed at Pledis um, to release a new album for After School. Aqua Z commented that After School made Pledis what it is today and to ignore the girls' wishes to come back as a group and instead promote their subunit is completely unfair to both the girls and their fans. Over 1,000 fans have signed the petition after only three days since its con- conception. And I think they meet inception here. I'm just reading this, but I think they meet inception. <laughs> um, hopefully this news will reach PLETIS. Um, my first thing is um, I don't know why please would necessarily pay attention or know about a change.org petition. Um, something done from a United States government website. Um, I would assume it would be more effective to do something off of a Korean website, but I don't know. Um other than that I mean what do you guys think I know you Tim you already said something <laughs> mentioned when we were talking about pletus earlier but um, I mean I, you know I was never a huge after school fan but I do you know I guess abstinence makes the heart grow fonder I guess you know thinking about them I kind of like you know kind of do miss them a bit um, you know with all of the large girl groups coming out now you know it kind of makes you think about after school and what might have been.
1: Yeah, I don't think part of your petition should be um, that After School made Pletus like what they are today because Pletus is poor, so that doesn't actually (laughs) sound very good considering they don't have any money at all. Um, And I don't really think that's After School's fault, to be honest, but they did have some um, very, very expensive concepts. Uh, which I'm sure had some kind of impact. Um, the thing I miss the most about not having after school is there's no group to like really push the boundaries of what you can do for a concept. Like yeah. after school did a drumline concept, they did you know yeah. like a pole dancing concept, like tap dancing, tap dancing. Like they've really pushed the boundary of what you can be as like a K-pop group. And Orange Caramel's cool or whatever. They push boundaries too, and I get it. And they actually make money, so I understand like you. Promoting them, but you do have to give love to like these girls on After School. There's a lot of talent just sitting there doing nothing, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they want to do stuff. You know, like it's great that Lizzie gets to do a bunch of stuff. It's great that Nana's beautiful and can always do stuff, but there's mm-hmm. girls on that, that uh, group that just aren't even getting even Raina any love gets or any to you know she's and releasing yeah,
0: even Raina's been voice. releasing singles and stuff. Basically, and...
1: Orange Caramel continues to <laughs> produce stuff, and nobody else in that group matters. And it's kind of it sucks. Like I don't know. Their their mismanagement on that label is mind blowing to me. Like to waste so much money trying to promote it, you're you're not promoting after school because they're not making money, but you continue to promote newest who doesn't make money. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, like, that that is weird to me. I was like newest of all people well, it's I'm, like they... making it. They make money in
2: Japan because they do stuff in Japan.
1: Right, but just send them to Japan and kick kick them out of Korea. Who cares? Like, why keep making them do stuff in Korea if they're not making any money there? There's more money in Japan, anyways. It's
0: silly. After school didn't do that all that great in Japan. I know they they did did stuff there.
1: They did pretty good, actually.
0: Oh, okay. It's just kind of dropping the ball on them.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the thing is, like, Plutus has just dropped the ball on this group um, pretty shamelessly. Same with uh, DSP and Rainbow. I mean, it's just, like, here's the thing, right? People get so mad at these big labels, and this is a good example of it, but people get so mad at these big labels and their mismanagement because they have so much talent and all of this stuff, but, like, the mismanagement that goes on in little labels, no. that It's way worse. Like, we are blessed that Miss A has only been away for two years, less that they've only been away for two years because we could be freaking waiting like people are waiting for after school and they're never going to see them again. Like, I get it. It sucks. I want to see Miss A every year multiple times. I love Miss A. I adore Miss A and I love all of their music, but I at least know that it can't get worse than what it is on JYP. Like, If they were on a smaller label it either would only be them on that label, which would be great and that'd be fine, but more than likely it would be they got used to promote another group just like DSP tried to do with Kara because they tried to do it for that stupid um, Ajax and they're going to try to do it again and they have no money. Like All of these small labels just don't have any money to promote these groups that they try to put out and they get stuck in this rut of like, wow, I have a group that's successful. I can make another group. Let's promote another group. Maybe we can recreate the success and they don't and then it hurts them so I get it and I understand why people are mad especially because big group or big labels have big groups and bigger groups have bigger fans but it could be so much worse for us like it could be so much worse for miss a fans it could be so much worse for to anyone fans it could be
0: well, yeah you know, I mean anybody it could be so that's much on worse the, for everybody. anyone that's on the big three label they're I mean you know it's You know, it's like first world problems. It's like you guys are still doing so much better than the hundreds and hundreds of people that are trying to become K-pop stars or are on really small, you know, struggling labels. They are just doing whatever they can to get, you know, people's names out there. People that are doing, you know, performance shows out on the street, guerrilla performances and things to try and get their name out there. Right,
1: and I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, a lot of people don't, see that point of view. They just go, well, they'd be so much better on X label and it's some smaller label. And it's like, well, no. Either the group that's currently on that label is going to be crushed by the weight of this other group that could make more money, or your group is going to filter money into this other group for that group to promote. Like, Kara was the biggest thing on DSP. We still only got like one comeback a year. And then they ran off to Japan. And people were just as miserable that they were gone in Japan. So. Like and then that's a smaller label with a huge group. I mean Kara was big for a while and they did the same thing. They just threw them in Korea or threw them in Japan and were like, Well they make more money there, who cares? See you nerds. Like, you just need to realize that these smaller labels are here for the money. Most of them. Not all of them, but most of them are here for the money. They need to make money to stay afloat. These bigger labels Will give us more stuff in general because they have money to burn. If something isn't successful, it's not as big of a deal. But um, it's it's a way worse fate to be on any other label. And when you think that somebody's mismanaging your artist, just imagine like this big label with tons of money is mismanaging your artist. What do you think a small label that has other talent on it is going to do when they have to manage your artist? They're going to mismanage them too. That's just what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And also just to make a point, um um before uh Kira, um we were talking about the interesting concepts that they were doing. Um from what I know, Kahi had a lot to do with those, at least at least the tap dancing and drumline concept. I don't know about the pool dancing one. Although I heard she that did. she had a part in that too before she left. Even yeah, though she, she did. didn't she end did. up promoting the song. Yeah.
2: Because the thing is the um that song first love they were actually starting i think from what i remember that they actually started to train and everything for that before what was the last song she was in um the tap dancing one but uh, uh, yeah but um i forgot the name of the song um but um something happened i think because it was taking too long or something like that um they decided to go with the other song
1: yeah, I thought people weren't picking it up fast enough, or something like that.
2: Yeah, and yeah, so then the end, they had to like, they were like, well, we're gonna have to forego this for now, and we're gonna have to just do another concept until then, which they did. They did um the song where it was the debut song for um I can't remember names now, but um yeah, so they did that, the tap dancing, and then but then at that by then you know God, he had left and everything, so
1: oh flashback. Oh, wasn't no. that before first love?
2: It was. It was. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. They had to do that song because there were like it was like oh because they had to do two songs. They did the tap dancing song and then they were still like. Wasn't like, the other
0: song like shampoo or something?
2: Shampoo. That was the call. That was the tap. Okay. Well, it
0: was.
2: It, it wasn't. It wasn't tap dancing on that song, but the, the one minute song that they promoted it with was the tap dancing.
3: But right. yeah,
2: they had to do shampoo and flashback because it was just taking really long time to do the the um. First love, choreography with the uh, poles. Um, mm. So, in the end, they did those before doing first love. And by that time, he already left the group. So,
0: mm.
2: and then in the end, a lot of these girls got injured while doing it. So,
0: yeah, that was another thing. They they spent so much time on it, and then end up injuring themselves. And yeah,
1: so yeah, um, it, uh, the songs, the two songs they did right before. Kahi left was uh, the after-school red, after-school blue, and then she left after Love Letter, yeah. which is on the Happy Plus album, doesn't matter. But then they did Flashback and then First Love.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, Yeah, I always remember yeah. their Because of You era. That was my favorite era, I think. That was their oh, most
2: Flashback.
1: Flashback for me. Easy. Really? Because yeah, of, Flashback.
0: Because
2: of You was their most popular in Korea, like their most famous. That's when they won their music, their first and only music award so far. Really. Um, they because...
1: would have won with Bang if they had picked better timing. They went up against Juggernauts when they performed Bang.
0: Yeah, I think because they crushed was with like...
1: Bang. They, they sold. That's this, their second highest selling single was Bang, and they freaking went up against. Uh, I think they came back at the same time as SNSD or something, and they just.
0: Yeah, I remember it, it was a lot, It was pretty um, crowded field when they came back, but I remember still being. Yeah, I really liked Bang, too.
1: Yeah, they got second place, even. Like, they hit number two on the chart, so... I, I know for a fact they came back against the Juggernaut. I just can't remember who it was. It was either SSD or 2-1 or something like that, or maybe it was a boy group. But they came back against the Juggernaut and just got crushed.
0: Yeah. Well, on that topic, perhaps After School can, you know, copy methods of another group um, that we mentioned before, Stellar. Who has been crowdfunding um, for their um, new album, uh, which is um, coming on the well, mini album or album? They're having a comeback on the 18th um, with a song called "Stabbed." Um, this is supposed to be a more innocent comeback. Um, there's been one photo. talking
1: It's called "Stabbed," and it's more innocent.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I don't understand um, this label.
0: And um, there's been one photo released, and uh, they, I mean it's not, it's not as, not bad. I mean they're like in, uh, you know, short, you know, dress shirts and really short pants, and it's not really, it's not as uh, exploitive, I guess, as their other concepts are, and they're definitely doing a more kind of. I guess more innocent feel, quote unquote. Um, it's funny you said that Tim, because I, you know, we don't usually mention the Nez and Buzz <laughs> comments, but they are pretty funny with this one. So they said, "Sexy girl group Stellar has become innocent. come back on the 18th was stabbed." Um, these are just a few comments. The title isn't even innocent. What exactly are you stabbing? Um, doesn't look all that innocent to me. The outfits don't look that innocent. It seems they're going with the standard girl group pattern. Sexy, cutie, outgoing, sexy, cutie, outgoing. I think it's time we include them. Oh, you know, I like this, Tim. In the sinking ship of Tal Shabbat, Rainbow, and Nine Muses. Um, uh, people are biased. Small How about that, yeah.
1: <laughs> How dare you put Nine Muses in there?
0: <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the comment. I know. I said, I said the medicine. <laughs> But yeah, it seems like this we'll might be a little it. bit okay. different. I know that the other song that they did that didn't get them a lot of attention but it was I think it was also a good song where they were mask yeah where they weren't all
1: Mask was were, so good.
0: It was really good and they weren't it was it was sexy but it was like, you know, naturally so. So it was maybe it'll be more kind of, kind of
1: sex. sexy, right? Because yeah, it wasn't yeah. obnoxious and in your face and being gross, it was very, like, sensual in its own way without yeah. being like, I need to show you my boobies in your face. And obviously there's, like, male gaze moments where the camera goes over, um, mm-hmm. like, cleavage and stuff. Like, we're never going to get away from that in K-pop. Like, if, if you have an issue with male gaze, you probably don't need to watch girl groups, because it's going to happen. It's just the destiny. Or it's just the world that we live in. And, um, unfortunately, girls don't buy enough girl group music, so guys they have to appeal to guys that's what they're doing if you want a group to not appeal to dudes anymore then you need to figure out how to get to korea and tell all these korean girls to ride for girls because that's the issue is that they're out here riding for boys like boy groups like exo and big bang and all these groups like that's why boy groups just sell so well it's because the majority of the fan base are girls so these artists and these labels know that they have to cater to men so the boys cater to girls the girls cater to guys. Like that's just the, the way it works, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what people expect in this world.
0: Unless and, you're like one of the rare girl groups, like Girls' Generation or Two, anyone that can also get girls to go to bed well, tra- you as well, well.
1: They they transcended though. It's it's a little different. No. Like SNSD transcended because they created such poppy, like wonderful songs that people jumped on, and they were from SM to anyone transcended because they genuinely didn't give a crap about being sexy. So their image was kind of badass. It wasn't catered to any gender at all. It was just music. And that's the thing that kind of bothers me because I think that they they are the greatest example of, like, we just want people to like our music. We want people to realize that we don't give a crap what you think about us, period. Like, we just make the music we want. To me, like, that is so cool Because nobody does that. Like, guys, all boys' groups cater to girls, you know? That's funny because I was thinking that
0: the other day, like, with the girl group concepts and the whole thing. I was like, I feel like in that era when 21 came out and exploded, there were a lot of girl groups kind of trying to do something similar, like, style-wise. But you don't really have anybody that really is able to successfully hit that concept. I don't know if they just think it won't work in general, maybe with Y because it was Y G it was a fluke or just because Y G does it better. But, you know, is able to just do kind of a, you know, not have to do a concept, you know, have to be, you know, sexy and this and that and that and just, you know, I think have tried it.
2: But there were just too many, oh, they're trying to be twenty one wannabes. That in the end mm-hmm. just hurt their just hurt them because they were like, oh, they're trying to be 21, and people hated them for that. So
1: yeah. yeah, I mean, we live in a culture where, um, and even Korea is the same, where like a new group will come out, and you have to compare it to every group that it could possibly be like. That's just the way it is. And typically, when you do it, you do it in a negative fashion. So like the you know the best example is 21 came out, and then you know we have Four Minute who has.
0: Uh oh, we lost him.
2: Uh oh. Uh-oh. Just when he was getting into his group. Just as he yeah, no, just as he's
0: getting into his rant.
2: Okay, well i guess I'll fill in a little bit back. Um uh what's to say? Um Oh back. he's back.
3: Okay.
0: Are you back? Oh no. Uh, Having technical difficulty. Yes. Well, I, I'm going to cut this out anyway when I edit, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just hard now,
2: especially with yeah. how many girl groups are, how many, well, just in general, how many idol groups are debuting. It's hard to be unique anymore. Like, what was considered unique now is just a regular old concept, you know? That's true. Like, when girls, ch- when girl groups trying to have similar a concept of, you know, 21 just being like not about being pretty and not being about not being about all cutesy, whatever. Um they're called 21 wannabes and people hated them for that. If um you know how a lot of these younger girl groups coming out with like cute concepts, suddenly oh they're all Sonya day wannabes. Um you know yeah it's just like there's just really not much room left anymore for uniqueness in the K pop world. Um so, because, you know, everyone's trying to do now an 80s vibe. Everyone's trying to do a 50s a vibe. A retro thing, yeah. retro thing. You know, I, they, just, they just try, but it's hard.
0: I and didn't say this because, well, now that Tim's not here, I'll say it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was talking about, um, you know, 2 one didn't, you know, was, you know, didn't really care about, you know, they were just about the music. And I feel like Wonder Girls has gotten to that point as well. I mean, obviously, you know, they – don't sell as much, but I think you can definitely feel that they're just doing whatever they want. You know, they're doing whatever they like, you know, they're doing the band unit and they're like, we're going to come out with some more music. And you just, I don't know. You just get the feeling that they're, they're not, you know, they're past the point of caring about, obviously, you know, they've been around as, as, long. I mean, you know, as long as, as girls generation. So they're one of the senior groups, but you know, they generally are more focused on just their performing and, and stuff because they want to.
3: They
2: do, but they haven't fully crossed over that line just yet. I feel like because I feel you was definitely a song they were trying to get trying to be public friendly, you know, oh
0: yeah, no, i mean i i I mean of course, I feel like that is the case because I mean obviously they're trying to you know get people to pull people in, but I think overall um you know they're they're kind of at a place where I mean, not that they don't care about sales and things like that but it's you know I mean I guess and I guess part of it helps cuz they already kind of had their they had their huge moment in the sun they've already experienced that so I guess unless they were like you know hungry to do it again you know they might just be like you know well we've already been through all that so you just wanna be able to still be an artist I guess at this point
2: at least they're not trying to beat a dead horse like a certain other girl group. But hey. <laughs> I'm not saying any names. But yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: he's back. Woo. Tim.
1: Hey, sorry about that. My internet uh, decided it hated me.
0: No problem. You were just starting to get into something.
1: I yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> well,
0: <four minutes. laughs> okay. Hey, last
2: thing you said was 4 minute and that's when you you got you went dead.
1: Uh, oh, yeah,
0: 2 one and 4-Minute, they came out at the same time.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry for <laughs> okay. everyone that missed my 4-Minute rant, but
0: uh, uh, well, I think one day
1: it'll be back. What
0: trying to say was that, uh, which I remember, actually remember, when 2 one came out, and that was a big thing, because it's YG's first goal group, and you know people went crazy, ah! And for a minute had the unfortunate timing to come out around the same time. And I don't even really think their concepts were all that similar. Um no, but just four minutes. It. it was hip hop influence, but their styles were still different. But because yeah, but because they were not cute or sexy and Twenty One was the only one out really other at the time that wasn't doing either of that, they were pitted against each other and they were you know, they're already rivals and people were like, Well, four minutes trying to do so they got some blowback because of that.
2: Which is so funny because that's when you know it's wearing her most cutesiest rapping, you know. So it's just like how do you compare?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you know. yeah to me, I mean back me- then I didn't really get the comparison, but I mean
2: no. I minute mean, it was also more like ele- electroish, like um like yeah.
0: technoish. Like I don't know. I don't know um, like, they uh, definitely didn't try to like like I feel like I feel like they kinda took um uh, like opposite routes. Like I feel like as 21 One went on, they did the same thing where Big Bang did where they went more electronica uh, and that sort of thing, more mixed genres. And I feel like for a minute as they went on has gone away from like the electronic kind of dance music and they've gone um into other areas, you know, pop, you know, and you know kind of hip hop influence things. So yeah. Just what I think, but um, I mean, one thing I will say about Stellar is I do think that they have, they have, have had good songs. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what what it's gonna take for their, um, you know, at least for their, you know, agency to. I mean, I understand, you know, any attention it's better than no attention and, and maybe the entertainment industry, a lot of their corners, but, um, you know, if you're not being taken s- any seriously in any aspect, it's no point. No one's, buying, no one's buying your music, no one's spending money on you, so, I mean, there's no point in, in, you know, going overboard with the theatrics if people aren't investing in you. Time to try something else. Stellar's Company, whatever their name is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think they should go super far away from the image, but I think they need to figure out what it is that makes the girls comfortable. And yeah. if, they, if it's something closer to, like, Mask, I think that's a good, a good spot for them. Like, yeah. that sound, I think, is way better than, like, going drastically into Innocent, if that's really the case, or you know, staying this route of, like, being shockingly sexy. I don't think either of those are good. I think they're best off doing something like mask or, you know, if that—if that's not what they want to do, like, if they don't want to be sexy at all, then, yeah, let them go do innocent stuff. I'm, I'd rather have a group not be successful doing something they enjoy than be successful selling themselves. I don't want to see that. But I really did like mask, and if that was comfortable for them, that's where I would like them to be. Maybe a lot less male gaze. But that concept was very, very good for them. Like, put some real shirts on them. Let's let's get rid of all (laughs) the male gaze moments. Get rid of the shorty shorts and the bathing suits. And just let them, like, unless that's what they want to do, but if it's not, which it seems like it's not, let them go to that image, stay in that area, and make that kind of music because Mask is a really good song. Really, really
0: song. I thought Mask was, like you say, was essential. It was sexy in its own way. Like, I remember there was, like, um, some people... I remember some people got on them for the choreography. There was like a moment in this, in the choreography, where like one of the girls was like, literally had her hand like directly on the other girl's chest or something like that. It was was behind her, but it was which just is very common.
1: Or, I don't understand. Yeah, it was a choreography it.
0: thing. It didn't. It, I mean, it wasn't really like the other you know stuff that they'd done, but I mean, like I said, it was still I guess you know sexy and moment, but it was in context, it worked. You know, it wasn't just you know. I'm showing my vagina, for the sake of showing my vagina, um, which is basically what vibrato was all about,
1: which was or, sad. Or, I'm humping the floor just to hump the floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is sad, because vibrato was like, not a bad song, but then, you just, yeah.
1: I don't oh. think any of their songs lately have been bad. No,
0: I mean, like I say, in general, Stellar has good songs, but it's just the promotional aspect of it.
2: Um, so apparently, they recently released a less 19 plus music video for Vibrato. I haven't seen it yet, but they released. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. So I don't it's know. I gotta watch it to see how less scandalous it is. I wonder <laughs> if
0: that is in response be to the fact that if <laughs> <laughs> that's in response to the fact that like they've got they got a little bit of like shine on some of the year end list for their song and maybe they were like, hmm well maybe there were people finally was like, hmm, well people would not have maybe it would have gotten higher if people weren't so like, you know, talking about the, you know, and, you know well, Yeah, yeah, I mean, like and especially with this whole new innocent quote unquote thing. If they it looked, looked like they're at trying any to of, go in a different direction. Uh,
1: if they looked at any of like what the international fans said and what international um, news and things like that said about it, like the majority of people said the song was good. It was the music video that ruined it. So, I mean, it's it's been out there. I feel like if you if they really wanted to go find it, they could easily find that people really liked the song. They just hated. Uh, the music video. Like, people had a visceral reaction to the music video, whereas, like, I know people who have never seen it because they just bought the song and were like, this is it. I'm just going to listen to the song because I know the music video is going to be too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just, you know, I was thinking maybe they might not have paid much attention until, like, you know, some of the music, you know, reviews, official music reviews that, you know, came out at the end of the year, you know they might you know have people to pay more attention to that oh you know this is an official American you know, music reviewer or whatever and they put vibrato on their list so yeah, know, yeah maybe know. maybe or not. Um, another uh, thing I just wanted to mention is some interesting things going on with Twice lately. Apparently Ah, which was released um, their debut single which was released in October is climbing back up the charts again, um, and it was even nom- up. <laughs> it nominated- <laughs> it's even nominated for number one on is Wow, that
1: far! Yeah,
0: Dang. it's Dang. doing really well, and there, um, because of this, JYP has sent them on another round of promotions um, because. They're doing so well again. I don't know what is behind this sudden surge, second surge, but um, it's interesting to say the least. Yeah, they
2: reached their highest peak on Melon recently as being number seven, which is, you know, crazy compared to all the songs that have been coming out. Like, they're not idol songs that have been coming out, but they're, you know, like rappers and solos and stuff that are doing very well on Melon chart, but they still managed to get back, reach. Reached their peak, which is number seven on Melon chart, and they've been pretty much in the top twenty on instance chart. So you know,
0: it's, it's crazy. And I think too. Also, I saw something where they said they were like the highest selling female rookies last year, and you know, they came out the latter hat, latter part of the year. So in
2: October, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that's. I mean, The only thing that made me think as soon as I heard that was, remember. The last girl group, the JYP debut, they did really good when they first came out, and not that they're doing bad now, but some people would say the JYP has kind of bungled them in the past several years. Yeah, what um, a
1: fate we get four solid promoting years, man. God, that that would just be the worst thing to happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm just thinking because, like I said. You know, I I always think about Miss A has so much hype. And like I said, it's not like they've been doing bad. They've been consistent and they've been good, um, you know, I think, ever since then. But I guess they just came out to so much hype. It's like, how do you you measure up to that? And so inevitably you're going to have people be like, oh, well, they, you know, aren't as good, you know, aren't as getting as much attention as they were or, you know, JYP, you know, messed up or whatever. Um, so I, i just you know I'm wondering if this, I don't know it's it's just interesting with Twice, uh, you know it's kind of you know, especially after everyone's been kind of you know been uh, down on JYP as a company.
3: I think the
2: with Miss A, they're such a unique, um, you know, their whole career so far has, has been unique in a sense where their songs do well, and they win music awards, and they're well they're publicly known. The thing is and it's the same thing that happens with four minute They have that one member that everybody knows and then just everyone other members are other are kinda are known but are not as popular. So when people look at groups like that, they're always just saying, Oh well, you know, they could do so much more and oh because of that one member and they're always doing something. Like they kind of shift the blame on you know like kind of like Susie always having solo stuff, which could be part of the reason why they don't have too much group activities because she's always filming, especially now with dramas and movies. But I just think I don't know. I guess like I say they're unique case because I think they in the end they still do well publicly. Whenever they release a the song, it does very well on the charts. The only reason why only you didn't win was um, because you know of EXO. Because oh, if they if if they didn't come out the same time as XL, they would have won so many awards this year. I mean last yeah. year. With that's, it. that's, that's what,
0: I feel like they're like the biggest like over like look thing because EXO like because and just because they came out at the same time as EXO. So, yeah, they,
1: and they still beat EXO on the chart plenty of times. It's just a matter of not winning on music shows that people are like, oh, they didn't do good at all.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. I think Miss A publicly as a group, they're well, they're all known and loved, but at the same time... Maybe it's because they don't have such a loud fandom. That's why people feel like Miss A isn't that successful. Because they have a fandom. It's just they're not... Say A's are not... Aren't aren't as loud as other, you know, fandoms. So people feel like they're not there. But they're there. I don't
0: know. Yeah. I mean, I guess because they're also not, like... I mean, like, is another group that doesn't have, like, a huge fandom, but they're very well-liked by... Mainstream, like in general, like in the public.
2: When when you're loved by mostly by twenty year olds, people in their twenties and older, you're not gonna have the kind of fandom that like a lot of these like AOA does. Like you know, the big comparison is like AOA and Sistar. The thing is, AOA has a lot of young fans, which is what makes up fandom
0: male fans. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but mostly, it's like the younger. That's why AOA is so popular with teenagers, while Sistar isn't. Sistar is loved by adults, while AOA is loved more by teenagers. That's why, when it comes to voting, when it comes to CD sales, AOL will always be higher than them because that's the, the age bracket that will buy multiple CDs that will that will stay up all night streaming their songs on them. Melon and all these other sites. While a sister has those fans that will buy their song, and you know listen to them, but they won't really go to all their music shows or won't go, you know, mm-hmm. try to make do all this stuff. So you know, I don't know.
1: It's right. Just, it's it's a it's a good a a really good comparison um, that always gets brought up is like when you talk about <clears throat> YG groups versus like SM groups like. The fan base that they cater to are very, very different. So you can compare their sales and still get something very similar. But you know, when you take like Big Bang versus EXO, Big Bang will get crushed every single time against EXO in physical sales, without a doubt, um, because of the way, you know, partly and because of the because of the way EXO. Um, and SM, in general, handles album sales, you know, making multiple copies of the same one with different members in it so that people want to buy every single one. But at on top of just that, it's the fandom that they cater to. You have um, people who... You, you're you talking about catering to, like, this group of very, very young girls who are willing to buy tons and tons of albums and sell it to all their friends and do all that and just, just to have them be at the top. Just to say, EXO's the best and nobody's better. Whereas... Big Bang's fandom is older It's a lot of older fans that have been around And it's like a lot of older people in general And they're going to digitally download The album, maybe VIPs Are going to buy a physical copy But they're not going to go out there and stand at Stand and line up at a CD shop Just to buy all of the discs You know, just to say that they all sold That's just not the fandom That's not the way it works because it's older fans They don't care about that They go out there to buy their copy and say Hey, I did my part, I did what I gotta do, you know my artist is good enough. It's the same with Sister. It's the same with Miss A. A lot of... Same with the Wonder Girls. Like, the, the older... The group especially, the more you see that where the fandom kind of chills out and is like, you know, we don't have to do all that stuff. It's not really made for us to do all that stuff. We're just not... We're not the right market. So people... I, I, I feel like... I feel like people have a hard time separating that there's two different real genres of K-pop within K-pop itself in terms of like the fandom that they cater to. There are the groups that cater to the very young, the majority of the fans that like K-pop which is the very young, um, the bracket, I think the bracket was like 12 to 15 or something that's the majority of the fandom, 12 to 15 year old girls, the majority of the K-pop fandom in Korea. Something like that, it might be a little younger, it might be 11 but it's very very young and then there's the older bracket um that it's kind of people who've just been in it for so long more so than it is brand new people getting into k-pop because typically newer people who listen to k-pop only have like a couple songs that they like or maybe a couple artists that they like and then they stray away from it and listen to like ballads and things like that like the, the music that's made for uh the older generation so in this fandom, if you don't cater to, like, the number ones, which is, like, the young mm-hmm. fandom, the, the girls that, like, buy all the young boy stuff, the girls that Seventeen caters to, the girls that Exo caters to, the, the girls that um, basically any boy group, like, basically every single boy group that exists <laughs> caters to, uh, with a few exceptions, um, if you don't buy into that and you don't sell into that, then you're going to have reduced sales. But it doesn't mean you're not successful because, you know, people can say that JYP dropped the ball on Miss A, for example, but Miss A only has two songs that ever sold less than a million copies, two. And one of them was a follow-up. So it doesn't, I, to me, that doesn't count. Like, <laughs> you, you can't count that. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just the way you look at it, I guess. I don't know. And I feel like people forget that there really is a huge separation between, like, the fans that Sister has versus the fans that... Um, you know, AOA has, like you mentioned, you know, they cater to a much younger audience, and um, they more. They, I mean, they both blatantly cater to like dudes, but it's clear that AOA caters to a younger audience, and um, their bar fans would, whereas Sister caters to an older audience and their bar fans, because everybody caters to the old men. Everybody does. So.
0: Well, I'm um, speaking of old men. Um, twice. Um, Recently, um, also got uh, some additional promo because they recently received eight thousand dollars worth of luxury brand goods um, from we some of what we know of is Louis Louis Vuitton purses. We don't know what else um, was in there from an uncle fan. Oh, that you mean goes,
3: Sana's
2: birthday?
0: Huh?
2: For Sana, because it was her birthday.
0: Um, I don't know the the article I saw didn't mention Sana's birthday. It just was talked about an Uncle Fan that goes by Hoim on a, a lineage server. Um, uh, there was he's um, gifted twice members at a fan signing event, um, expensive Louis Vuitton purses and um, some other stuff, and it spread right around the internet. And um, yes, it says the time of the gifts overlapped with. Sana's birthday it was falsely reported that the okay. guy Hoing spent 10 million um, won on Sana alone. He says he said that I didn't give the gifts just to Sana, nor that I give them for her birthday. Considering the members' ages, I gifted them with the least expensive brand name goods. I didn't only give them expensive presents. Um, however, it was still about 8,400 U.S. dollars. <laughs> so. Um, Regardless, even though it was for the whole group, I mean they still got like Louis Vuitton purses and who knows what else. It was all collectively added up to like eight like a little bit over eight thousand dollars. I'll tell you
2: now that's kind of, compared to gifts other fans give their idols. That's like nothing. I well, yeah,
0: I mean, but I guess for them being, especially being a new group, that's uh, still kind of. <laughs>
1: didn't like all of the guys in shiny get like an Apple laptop at one
0: point <laughs> <laughs> that would not surprise me um, that does not surprise me at all
2: I mean people especially recently I've noticed that people get like a, a lot of negativity towards fans who, who give their idols like expensive gifts and stuff because like, it used to always be that way and nobody ever said anything it's only been a recent thing where suddenly people are making a big deal about it and um, I can understand that sentiment, especially if you're giving a group that's already fully established. Like, let's say if somebody gets GD, uh, I don't know, a $700 gift, like now, uh, because it's like if you give him that like years ago when Big Bang just started, okay, but now the man can afford like five of those $700 gifts, <laughs> so
3: it's yeah, it's like, what's the point, you know? What's
2: the point? So I understand that sentiment, but. I mean, twice it's just a new girl group and they're living in a dorm room together. Like, it's, I mean, and to me, as long as it's not being overly creepy or, you know, and it's not something dangerous or anything like that nature. If a fan wants to waste their money giving <laughs> a really good gift, then that's up to them because, in the end, it's their money it's their life. I can't, I feel like you can't really tell someone. Yeah, yeah, and nothing buy their idols. Yeah. But again, like, what's your idols are very successful? Once they reach that point, I feel like then you can just stop buying them expensive gifts. Like they can afford it on their own now.
1: Yeah, I think it. I think it depends. Like I know there's a lot of people, um, especially in like the smaller fandoms. You know, obviously, um, but there's a lot of people who just want to see whatever artist it is, like wear their thing or take their thing out, or you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to like Artists that have more money You're probably better off sending them something more sentimental Or like a little Knickknack or something that they could wear Like um, Jonghyun's old Little bling earring that he used to Wear all the time was sent by a fan Or by the fandom Itself so I mean That was a little thing that he could just wear all of the Time and he did he wore it all the time And the fans would always bring it up and be like Oh my god we sent it to him we sent him that Oh my god and it's like it's a little gesture right from the fan or from the artist to be like hey I see you guys and thank you you know like thanks for being my fan it's a really sweet thing to do so I get when people want that and especially when you talk about like Twice getting all this this gear like there's an opportunity for them to wear all that that stuff out and you know the people who sent it or the person who sent it is going to see it and say hey they're wearing the clothes that I gave them like that that's a really cool moment so um for me, like, I, I get that, because that's the same as, like, people who bring gifts to fan signings to see the, the artist they give it to play with it, like, in that moment. It's like, yeah. I'm giving you this gift, show me that you appreciate it kind of thing, right? Like, I'm getting the opportunity to see that you appreciate this. Or, like, when artists will post um gift boxes they get on, like, uh, Instagram, it's like, dude, I sent all that stuff, or, like, I... I Here's a picture of me sending this to this person. This is them Mm -hmm. receiving it. Like they've seen it, they've touched it, they've been around it. It's a big deal for a lot of people. So I think like like Kiara said, you know, it's their money. If they want to burn their money doing something that you think is stupid, it's not your business because it's not your money. Who cares? They're not giving it to you. The alternative isn't I'm gonna give it to you instead. Like that's what bothers me the most is it seems like people are like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't give it to the fans. Okay, what's the alternative? Because you're not going to get it, so why do you care? Like, <laughs> why is it your business? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I don't fans. really have a strong feelings about it, but I just found it very interesting, especially with all the um, positive um, TWICE news that's been coming out lately. So they've, you know, JYP must be happy. I guess no more trips to Israel for him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm sorry, I just cannot get over the fact that he just randomly went. To the, <laughs> we're going to get over to the pink elephant in the room. Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's interesting because before um, I heard about this, uh, there was an article up that was talking about... Um, Big changes, big decisions coming up for the 2016 music industry and about some of the army enlistments and contract renewals um, coming up. The army enlistments for Big Bang and Super Junior and specifically contract renewals coming up for Kara, 21 Beast, and For a Minute. And literally, a couple of days later, uh, we find out uh, that uh, there's rumors going around that... Uh, Kara and Young are announcing their were announcing their withdrawal from Kara, and um, Guri was in contact with other agencies, um, which is now pretty much, I mean, we was pretty much no Kara as we know it will no longer exist in a few days. Um, but uh, recently DS, uh, there were rumors going around that Youngji was going to make a solo debut. DSP uh, recently released a statement saying that uh, it's false that Youngji has started a solo project. Everything concerning her career is open and we're planning to take it in a more positive direction but nothing has started as of now. Cara's continuance is what's more important as of now. It's not the time to prepare Young G's plans. Um, just to be clear, I think DSP is still technically cons- um, calling their um, split a uh, God. I don't know, like a temporary hiatus or what the hell it is, but it's it's clear. Like they're you know they're they're ending the group. Um, they're going their separate ways in a sense. Um, Kiara, it's only right since you are the devoted camellia on this podcast and you've been there for them since the very beginning um, that we go to you first for your um, thoughts and opinions on this, on Kara. Uh, Okay,
2: so first of all, I've actually kind of known for this for like a few months now um a lot, Camellias, most of us knew that their contract was going to end this year so it was just a matter of is it or is it not going to happen. I mean the way Cara's career has been going in the past year um, as a group, especially in Korea, it hasn't been doing too well. Um, There was just there was just a lot of fail on DSP's part. Like they didn't. As much as I liked Cupid, like they just—it wasn't the best comeback song. Like Mama Mia was actually a pretty good song. It didn't do too well. Is it did all right? But compared to their past success, for a girl group like Kara, it was pretty much kind of like a slap in the face. Um. So. Pretty much DSP failed with them. And I don't know, because when they renewed their contracts, because all of them renewed their contracts when they were still five members, but when they came to to renew again, uh, Nicole and G Young did not renew them, um, while the other three did. Then they added Young G to the group. And then it's just, I don't know what kind of, uh, how they did their contract. Well, the thing is, because now contracts are way shorter than they used to be, because of law now, um, hmm. I think they probably did it for like two years or whatever, um, something to that nature. Um, two more years, and because um, even though they still did Kara stuff, they had way more individual solo stuff. So you know, as as at least for me, I noticed that, and especially like they were at first, I thought they were trying to push Youngri to really get her name out there, and like like. Cara is not dead, but as the more you look at it, it's more like preparing her in a sense. Like, this is possibly mm-hmm. like her future, but just her by herself. But, you know, it's just, as a fan, I just enjoyed what I got. And even though it wasn't their best, nor, you know, not everyone loved it, I loved it as a fan. And, you know, to me it sucks that, you know, the future of Kara pretty much is over. But you know, for the seven, eight years they gave me, I enjoyed it very much. And you know, I can only wish them the best, especially the oldest three, because they've been doing this for years. Like for a lot of people, it gets to a point where they're like, I just can't do this anymore. Like that whole idol life. Mm-hmm. And um, especially those three, because it, because it seems clear to me that they want to move on to acting and modeling and just trying to get rid of that idol status that they've always had um, but my one real worry is young G because in the end she only got to be in the group for about a year and a half or so so it's like where does her career go on from now like yeah because there's just like people are like oh is she got a go solo is um are they gonna put her in April or something or create a new girl group for her or you know, we just really don't know where it's gonna go with her. Um, hmm. So yeah, because yeah, for the other three, I'm not really worried because in the end, their their names are out there. Like everyone knows who's Giri. everyone knows who Guri is, everyone knows mm-hmm. Young, everyone knows Hara. You know, so no matter what they do, people know who they are. They'll have that. They'll have some level of success. But yeah. but Youngji, as the way less experienced one. The one that I feel like in the end never got to really fully yeah. enjoy the idol life with Kara. You know, she's left kind of hanging.
0: So yeah, anyway. I, I feel like I saw the most kind of concern for her coming out of it.
2: Yeah, so it's just like,
0: you know, um,
2: what was I going to say? Yeah, so I'm, really, I'm just worried about her and I don't know, let's just see what happens. Yeah. And I'm more just kind of upset with DSB because I feel like they just, I don't know what they wanted from Kara. Like, they just want to hold on to them until, like, they grow old and die. I don't know. But clearly the other three were like, they're, they're done with this. And um, so I'm kind of mad at them because at the end I'm just like, well, then what was the point of adding Youngji if this is all you're going to do with Kara as a group in the next two years? Like, this is all you had to show, and this is all you did for the for them as a group. Two comebacks and one and two Japanese tours, and you know, like that side, like they didn't really have too much Korean promotions as a group. But I I mean, yeah, in the end, I'm just it's I'm sad that it's kind of pretty much over, but at the same time, at least for the older three, I'm happy for them because they're finally gonna live. The life they want and have the career they want, really, right now. Because mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, when you're an idol, you start out saying, "Oh, I want to be an idol and I want to be yeah. on forever." now want, you know.
0: Yeah, you forget that they start out so young. I mean, before they were in Kara, they were probably training when they were like preteens.
2: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so. Because yeah, they started out very young, and you know. And then as, you know, they got older and they experienced life more and then you just start realizing the limited life it is to have as an idol and then you just, like, they want more from life. And see, it's like the same thing with Wonder Girls. When people were, like, Wonder Girls were over when, you know, they went to their hiatus, I was like, even if Wonder Girls never had a comeback, I was okay with it because I yeah. wanted them to make, I wanted them to live their life. Like in the end, Dude, they know.
0: were in New York living it up, like, learning, like, learning what it was like to have freedom. <laughs> like I remember reading like when they came back here like some of their like um, peers were like they're different you know like just from having been in America for a while having been away from that atmosphere for a while they were like you know they're different and you can kind of see that too with how they are now like I don't know. It seemed like, you know, especially with some of the things they've said in interviews like it changed them for the better. So hopefully Kara can do something like that. Yeah, the members of Kara.
2: Yeah, in the end, I love all the members and I can only wish them the best in life. Like thank you for all the years of being in Kara, especially to like Giri and Sunyon. Who were there from the very beginning and they had to deal with so much crap like so many member changes and so many moments where they thought this group was not going to last and you know they've been especially Kyrie and Young has started from you know they really did start from the way bottom to you know to reach the top and then you know so I think you know all things could oh, sorry I get talking too fast uh, all things <laughs> must come to an end so you know
0: Whatever. Yeah, what's your favorite uh Kara moment? Like I guess your your favorite concepts or songs? Oh, things they've done. <laughs> yeah, um
2: I don't know. I guess um I guess my favorite Korean song of theirs is Lupang. So that whole era was pretty golden for oh, me. Oh yeah. Um Mamma Mia has to be a second runner-up, though, because uh, Youngji, my bright star, (laughs) shining so bright, (laughs) that concept. Uh, But uh, I I loved all their concepts, from their cute concepts to their more mature concepts, you know, because I feel like in the end, even though they were at at some point, they were cutesy, cutesy, majority of the time, they were, like, in the middle, you know? They were never fully sexy, but they... Well, they were cutesy cutesy at times But you know I don't know Just I felt like As a concept Kara was like What I consider A girl A K-pop girl group you Yeah know, To me They had That whole concept Down to a T Better than any other girl group Even Sonia day Or any other girl group In my opinion Um yeah I'm gonna miss them as a group But I'm excited to see What they're gonna grow into As individuals in Yeah the respect their field So
0: Yeah, I think people tend to forget like they, you know, were, you know, along with Wonder Girls and um, Girls' Generation were like at that forefront of like the whole kind of girl group, K-pop girl group like Revolution, like they're often, you know, cited as like the three groups that were, you know, the ones that, you know, were the first ones to kind of start this whole flood of all the other hundreds and hundreds and thousands of whatever go groups that we have now, they're you know basically you know pulling you know from what they did in the past. Um, I because re- I remember actually, I've, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I actually remember when uh Car won like I think it was their first music show award for Honey. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I do remember that because I remember um. Them and I remember them coming out with that song and like not really knowing who they were, and like kind of hating Honey because it was so cutesy, but at the same time I was like, this is really catchy. At the same time, um, and also thinking they were really really pretty. Um, and then you know with Mister, they just kind of exploded. Um, you
2: know, it's so funny though because Mister was actually a mistake because they came out with their others. They had their comeback with Wanna.
0: Yeah, um, I remember that. That was
2: because for that comeback, they actually had the fans listen to the songs beforehand, and they want and they had the fans choose what song you want as to be their um to be their comeback song. And the song that got the most votes was Wanna, so they had their comeback with Wanna. But then it's like Wanna wasn't doing that well on the charts. But then when they had their comeback stages, Mister was their—you know—that song they would do for like one to two minutes before they did Mm -hmm. their songs. It was
0: the butt dance.
2: And then everybody just got fascinated by the butt dance. So after a while, they just stopped promoting Wanna and they just started promoting Mister, and that was that was it. Like they just Mister is
1: also way more catchy. So
3: yeah,
2: it was catchy, but a lot of fans didn't care for it because again, they did you didn't. What helped really
0: was the butt dance. Like yeah, the, it was the it was only... the choreography. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know
1: I know it was the choreography, but I'm just saying like for me, like that song is the song that I think of when I think of Kara because it's so catchy. Beyond just the butt dance, I'm just like, well, that's Kara. Like catchy music that I don't necessarily want to listen to all the time, but if it comes on, I'm be like, oh, this is my cut. <laughs> like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Like oh, I love this song. That that's like in a nutshell for me is the feeling I get when I hear mister is like Kara made these songs that I didn't necessarily want to go out of my way to listen to. But if like, if I was just, you know, on YouTube and I would just autoplay or whatever and a Kara song would come on, it would be like instantly I'm in this Kara tunnel where I have to hear all of these songs that I just, mm-hmm. they're just earworms for me. Like, I mean, I genuinely like, uh, in and I genuinely like damage lady a lot, but, um, like for the most part, most of the car songs I'm just not super into. But man, if Kara comes on, I'm gonna hear I'm gonna get all the songs that I like. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna skip around. Nah, I'm gonna hear all of the songs. I'm gonna hear Pandora, I'm gonna get all of it. Lupin. Damaged Lady, I'm gonna get Mr. Like everything that came after Mr. basically that wasn't cute, I'm gonna get all of that before I <laughs> before I stop. Mama Mia, like it's it's just gotta happen. And it's just that's what Kara was for me, was, like, that group that really made earworms, where I can say, like, you make earworm music for me, and I just, I love it, like, I'm gonna miss those earworms, I know I joke a lot about Kara in general, because I'm not a huge fan, but honestly, like, I love those earworms, like, you need that stuff, and I love having all those earworms, so I'm gonna miss that.
0: Yeah, and then, like, I, I agree with, like, what Kiara touched on, that, like, they are kind of the embodiment of of like a K-pop girl group like just like their whole like look and their sound especially um, like I said when I first started getting into K-pop and I kind of got in through of like Rain and Wonder Girls and then then I started learning about other groups and other things and, and Kara was one that was really like you know I, I didn't think I would like them and I think what was it their album that Mr. came on I remember I would like, they just have it on, yes, and and like we listen to the whole thing, and like I wouldn't necessarily be like I liked everything, but it just had it such a very pleasant like poppy sound to it, and it just like it's very nostalgic. Like it's like you know I think about two thousand nine, two thousand eight K-pop. I'm like you know that's it yeah. to me. So. It,
2: their music was it was poppy, but it was reminiscent poppy in a sense. Like I just felt like no other girl group was sounding like them, or you know, had the same feel. Even now, I don't, I still don't, I can't see another sort of currently. I can't see another group as like a next Kara. Like I still don't see that anywhere. Or mm-hmm. Feel that anywhere.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't. Don't I can't think of anyone now that has that same feel. Anyone new? What about you, Tim? Do you have any specific like um anything that you didn't mention? Any specific favorite moments or songs? Um that you wanna say about Kara?
1: Oh, my, my favorite song by Kara is uh, Lupin and then probably Damage Lady. Um uh but but like I said, for me, Kara was the earworm, like, you know, everybody has their own groups that make earworm music and um had all, you know, everybody has their own moments where whatever song really stood out to them as, like, an earworm, but for me, like, that's Kara, that's everything Kara is that earworm, um, more than any group that exists, like, they give me the earworm vibe, like, I can hear Mr., and I'll think about that song for, like, days it'll it'll just get stuck in my head and then i'll just hear it and i'll think the butt dance like everything it all replays Mm -hmm. dude like lupin can come on and i'll just think of lupin all day and i'll just be like man i want to get home and listen to a stupid song i gotta go like it's (laughs) just gotta happen it's just it's it's nice though like i know a lot of people don't like earworm music but i like earworm music because it's it's very rare for me to get stuck on a song that um just is an earworm for me. It's very reminiscent of like my childhood and like the old yeah. days of like nineties music. So I like yeah. it a lot. Like it's a positive thing for me uh, personally. I can understand why people wouldn't like it, obviously. Um, but for me, it's a it's a positive thing. I mean it in the best of ways. So I personally
0: think that's a huge motivator for a lot of K-pop fans in general. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, especially of so international th- fans. That's why they they're so. You know, it's because of that earworm kind of nostalgia.
1: Yeah, and, and it's weird for me because, um, without a doubt, my current favorite member of Kara was uh, Youngji, so it's hard for me to say, like, um, you know, I love this song that she was never on or that kind of thing, but at the same time, I feel like everybody kind of understands that, right? It's like, um, you know, this group gave you something that nobody else gave you, and yeah, it sucks to lose the old members, because I love Nicole, I love Ji Young, but Um, and they were my two favorite members before they left, so it was kind of like, well, what the hell, and then I got Youngji, and I was like, well, I don't know who this girl is, like, I don't really care, all I've heard is bad things, and then it turns out, like, she's just a lovely, lovely lady, so I wish the total best (laughs) for her, like, as everybody knows, anybody who's listened to this podcast for a long time, I adore Youngji, like, Instead I am statement. right there, yeah, I am right there on this boat with Kiara, like, Young-ji forever. If I could nominate Young-ji as president, dude, she'd be right there. <laughs> like, I adore her, she's so sweet. So, you know, I really want the best for her more than anything else. Um, I know that Hara, Yuri, and uh, Seung are going to be happy, and they're definitely, uh, they definitely clearly want to get out. So I'm I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're going to get out, and I'm just worried about Youngji. But I mean, I don't think I don't think Youngji would blame them. I don't think anybody would blame them for getting out. So um, it does suck. I've made jokes, you know, all week, but like it does suck. I I really I like Kara. I make jokes because like you know I I want everybody to have a good time, and I you should Mm -hmm. be able to laugh about things. And it's hard to get over things if you can't laugh about it, in my opinion, anyway. So
0: that's true. And one thing is, I I think with Youngji, everyone's worried about her, but I do think. She has benefit from the fact that I think part of how she got popular with people is, you know, being on um, roommates and being on variety and such. And I think if she, you know, at least can continue with that and then, you know, whatever she wants to decide, if she wants to continue with music or acting or whatever, I think she at least has as good chances. chance as anyone else. I mean, because, you know, she's got what a lot of people don't, which is, like what I said, she's got you know, that variety kind of, she does well on, on shows and things like that. So she's she's able to kind of, you know, bring people in with her personality, which everyone can't do. Um, yeah. And then you can't necessarily say, even though the other three are known names in Korea, that doesn't necessarily mean that they will be successful as solo artists or actors or, you know, actors or anything like that. So... Um, you know, it I it's I mean, do you guys have any like um ideas or anything that you you know, anything you're like, you know, I think this will happen for, you know, the Cara members post Cara. Um
1: I, mean, uh, I don't. Uh, no, no, go for it. I, I don't really have anything. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I, mean, I know all three are interested in acting so I and they've already, all three already dabbed into acting. Mm. So, I'm sure we're going to see more of that. Um, if anything, at least, I know for sure, at least Gary will probably do some solo singing. Maybe Young as well. Um, and maybe in Hara because she did have her solo debut. So, maybe we'll see another Hara solo debut. Um, hopefully, she'll release a song. Oh, yeah. I forgot
0: about Choco Chip.
2: The song that she had with... Um, uh with young Jean or whatever. Um, as long as she releases music like that, you know, she'll it'll, you know, it'll be good. Um, but yeah. And then lots of modeling, especially for Hara. So
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the rumors are true and she's going to go to Key East, that's the best place for Hara. Um, I know some people are saying, like, maybe she's going to go to SM. I don't think so. I think you guys are high. Mm. I don't know where this rumor started, but I I don't believe that for a second. There would be
0: no reason for her to (laughs) go over there. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think she's going to go to Key East. That's a really good place for her to land. Um, It's a place that focuses more on modeling and acting, so it makes a lot of sense. And they do have a pedigree for... um, you know, actors, uh, actresses, and actors. So it makes the most sense for her to go there, and that's where I would suspect that she's going to go. So yeah, and it, it
2: would make some Wonder Kara fans happy because so he is on
0: Key East now. So I was, yeah. I was thinking that I was like, I was like, it's where so- he I was like, so she's on Key East too. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so is uh, everybody's favorite for <laughs> everybody's favorite actor recently, Kim Sohyun is also on uh, Key East. Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: or Kim Sohyun, whatever.
0: Okay. Any other thoughts on on Kara, on um, on um, or, or anyone else that may be potentially um, whose contracts are coming up at the end at um coming up at the end this year. I know that there's going to be the typical um, you know, skies falling stuff from 21 fans, so we know that's going to happen.
1: I'm really hoping we don't have to deal with that. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion that we won't. Um, I, I would be surprised. The only person that I, I that gives me pause about staying is Minzy. Um, but I really? have really, sneaky... I can see
0: her as like being the first one to stay. Actually,
1: no, I Dara would be the first to stay without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Dara would be the first to stay. She loves that label and she loves CL and everything. So Minzy's the only one that's taken to anyone out of her Instagram at any point in time. So. Um, she's the only one who's shown any sort of like I'm upset with where I'm at right now so I could see her trying to go somewhere to be solo or do something um, but I also realistically think that she's gonna get a good offer and be like nah I'm gonna stay and she probably you know. like I think she loves to anyone and her fans there too much to go anywhere and I think she yeah. knows like it would, she would be viewed as some sort of like traitor you know
0: yeah that's the thing like I, I can't really see her like realistically thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to make a go of it on my own and just leave the group and everybody will be fine with it. Um, yeah,
1: that that's the only thing I think that would stop her though, because I think she has all the motivation in the world to leave. I just don't think she'll do it because she has loyalty.
0: Mhm. Yeah, but I, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's I mean, with the speculation, it's just going to come up and we're going to see. Yep. I, I, I suspect we're going to see a lot more Articles on, especially with, um, you know, there's been some things, um, extra things coming out about CL's, you know, de- solo debut, whenever that's supposed to come out. Um, but there's been some stuff that's cropped up on the internet recently. So um, it's just, you know, everyone's speculating. Um, CL
1: is the person that will never, ever, ever leave YG. I can't no, even.
0: Yeah, no, I would, she would be the last person to me for me to think.
1: She'll never do it.
0: Yeah. Um, for a minute, um, I know somebody else said that for a minute is pretty, you know, secure. Um, and I would say so, too. I mean, they've always seemed, even though, you know, you could say some things about how Cube has handled them and other groups, um, they've always seemed pretty secure and, like, as a group and, and I don't know. Um, I don't understand
1: mismanagement. Like, people talking about cube mismanagement, I totally disagree. I think people yeah. are getting I've, stressed. I've heard anything.
0: it. I, I don't really... I know, I know I that
1: people that. say it, but I don't understand why. Like, 4-Minute doesn't make it near as much money as Hyuna does solo, so they promote Hyuna solo. Like, it makes perfect sense to me. I don't understand. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The only one would be Gina, but that that's because, that's on their fault on not giving her the proper compliment. Oh, yeah,
0: dude. Yeah. What, Gina oh, what would be Gina probably the only one. Oh yeah.
2: Well, whatever. Yeah, She's right now in Hawaii it. having vacation with Art and Cho or whatever. So.
1: <laughs> Everybody's in Hawaii right now, dude. I swear, everybody left Korea real quick. It's like Chris sucks. <laughs> we're out. Forget <laughs> we'll like, here.
0: It's cold. We're going to Hawaii.
1: Yeah, it's cold out here. I don't want to be here.
0: <laughs> That's nice that they can like literally like take a plane and be in Hawaii in like two hours so nice Um, also a name that I saw bandied about I don't know if they have a contract renewal coming up but um, I saw some comments about Secret Um, I guess some fears about um, where Secret is going this year I don't know what their contract um, like I said I don't know if they have a contract renewal up or not Um, but I know there's been some stuff said about Secret before us and people kind of unsure like where they're going as far as you know whether they were going to stay together or not, um, I think their last release that they came out with, and I cannot remember the name, but um, uh, I liked the last song that they came out with. Or yes, something about that that. love. Yes, yeah, something. Yeah, I liked it. Something about love. And, yeah, I liked it, and um, you know I would hope that they would keep going in that way. I think they're. Like, output's been kind of inconsistent in like the past few years because it seems like um, their management seems like they want to kind of go back and forth with the cute and then the sexy concept, and it's kind of like whiplash. And um, you know, not that they can't be more than one thing, but it's like you're doing something really, really, really cutesy, and these girls are like all in their like mid-20s and, and it's just you know and then you know you're going and you're doing something really really sexy I mean you know you need to do something that's just you know in in the middle that's a them you know I mean with someone like secret they shouldn't even have to be you know going the whole like this bizarre concept route thing anymore you know they should be at a point where they should have their own signature sound and I feel like if the management didn't mess around with them so much they would you know, like I feel like the whole like I'm in love, the um poison, poison uh, Madonna. Like to me, I feel like that should be those are my favorite songs of theirs. But I feel like that that should be their sound. That was that's a good that I feel like they've always kind of shined with that kind of music. But that's yeah. well, that's
1: go for it. Go for it.
2: Uh, uh, I just say that because the thing is, they were. Popular when they debuted. Well, they didn't debut. I forgot their debut song, but it was some other song. But then when they had their concept of magic, and then after that, Madonna, they got a lot of attention for it, and they even like won some awards or whatever. But they didn't hit that peak until they came. They did um, um, shy boy. That's
0: that's
2: that's why they continued the KZ concept because shy boy was what you know launched them. as one of the, you know, not top groups, but, like, you know, like, that second, third tier group, you know? Yeah. But then, that whole what would really ruined them, though, was not even their concept, it was that whole scandal that, um, what's her name? Um, Sunhorn? No.
1: Um, what's
2: wrong? It's not the J. Oh, um, uh, GM? Uh, was I? No, Hyo, no Hyo on my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Is it Hyosong? kyo Hei-Sung.
0: Hyosung's the one that uh, is. Hyosung's uh, the popular, popular member now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's but, the one that so went solo.
2: Yeah, but Hyosung, she was on the one that had that whole scandal where she said some word that Yilbei Il- users use or something. Oh, like that. yes. I, okay. And then that blew up. And ever since then, they never looked at her the same way again. Like, I mean, she's still popular and she still has her fans. But people will always remember her for that, like at least the Korean public does. And so after that, I, that's. But when that I was started. your song. Yeah, that was her. Because yeah. I was, I remember that because I, I remember was, that yeah. when they they had their comeback with them um, was that other that their, their their cute song where in the video music video they get strapped, they get on the island. I do no.
1: Oh, I don't remember. No. I don't know any other cute songs because I don't pay attention to it.
2: But it was their like their third cutesy song or whatever. That's when it was starting to slowly go downhill for them. And then they tried to go back to the sexy concept after that with like poison, because they did a they did a cutesy winter song, Christmas not with Christmas but wintry song. And then after that, that's when it came back with like poison, and then the other song. And but at that at that point they kind of like. I don't know, like their popularity with the public just died down a lot, because I get because that scandal really hurt their image. And the, cause I didn't realize was, it
0: was that. I mean, I I knew it was getting a lot of attention, like traction, but I didn't realize it hurt them like that. It did, because that's all like the Korean
2: essence so talk about. And then, I don't know, it's just like people, like the public, just stopped caring about them. Like they're they started calling them has beens after that none of their songs were really successful, not even Poison or their last song. Like just their songs starting to not do, do too well. Even their solo projects. The only one that was kind of moderately successful was um god, you just said her name too. Um Hyo song. Oh, Ji yeah. Jiun with um Bang Yongguk, that song
0: she did. Oh well, yeah I re- oh yeah okay, I remember
1: I mean most of their she's solo the in general have been pretty played, played, decently you know. successful, but yeah, that was the only one that was like a big big hit
2: yeah, but after that like then like her other solo song uh 24 25 something like that did not do too well and then Hyo song stuff um the the public just kind of been negative about it because again because she had that scandal and then it's just like people they're like, oh, she's too sexy or whatever so. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And then the whole Sun Hua thing happened, and that made it just worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, oh, and, it,
2: um, it did And Hanna's constant face change also did not help, though.
1: So. <laughs> she's, she's a whole new person. And I used to, li-
0: I used to like her so, so. I mean, I still like her, but then also, like, I, I couldn't understand like people were saying that. You know, like, there's this a lot of people that still say, you know, she should have gotten, like, some solo work. Because she's a pretty good rapper, but, you know, she never, I guess, got that much shine from the group, you know, as others did. You know, because Jian had her solo thing, you know, Hy- Hyosung was, like, kind of the face of the group. Senwa was, like, the vocalist, and, I mean...
1: What group are you talking about? You're talking about Secret?
0: yeah. Yo Sung is like the face of the group, right? Mm-hmm. Secret. Can you guys uh, hear me?
2: Uh, yeah, no, Tim kind of, his internet kind of copped out again.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> he, was, uh, he was so surprised he just dropped out. Um, well, I think it's because you said Sun Hua is a vocalist because Jun is more the vocalist than Sunhua is. Sun
3: like, um,
0: singer,
2: I guess. Sun Wu was more like the 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 popular but for her ditziness and her dumbness, I guess you wanna say.
0: Oh uh, I might be getting them mixed up, but um I think because yeah, I think I do get June and Sun Hua mixed up. Yeah. But um <laughs> Sun, Sun
2: but, one that does more like acting stuff now and then the one that, that people think she recently has that princess disease or whatever better or whatever but yeah I don't know again I think it's just it's, it's so interesting because Secret when they debuted it, they weren't that popular because their debut oh, didn't yeah. do well but then they did Magic and then they blew because again the Magic was pretty unique for its time
0: yeah
2: and then they followed up with Madonna which was very similar so it, people still liked it even though yeah. I, I liked it but at the same time I was like yeah it's just like too much repetitiveness. but oh whatever. no
0: i love madonna i was like this is my jam. <laughs> i loved madonna that's why i was like not really into the shy boy um echo phase
2: mm-hmm.
0: um <laughs> it all really
2: Yeah, and I think that's another thing that people didn't like, the whole polarization of them from going to sexy to cute and to sexy and to cute or whatever.
0: Yeah, like I said, it was like too much whiplash. It was like, you know, they're going back and forth. And it wasn't so much, like I said, not like saying that they couldn't do different things or be different things, but it's like like the song that I was thinking about that they did not that long ago before they did – uh, what was it? I'm in love. Uh Yuhu. Um that was Oh, that,
3: that was song.
0: that was so I mean, these girls are like in their mid twenties and it was like at that time? I don't they were still in their early twenties. Early twenties, it was still way too cute for them. Like I just it was just I, I don't know. It was just it was like, you know, lovely's material. I mean, not even Lovely's material, but you know, that kind of thing. I just, you know, and you go from Poison to that. It just, it's just kind of like, what, what are you doing?
2: Wait, didn't You know. come out before Poison?
0: Um, well, I'm looking at their, let me okay. see, Wikipedia page. You Who, so. then they said I Do I Do, which was that was the Christmas song
2: winter song they had uh oh no yeah poison was before you okay because
0: i remember when you who went out i was like what the hell (laughs) i was like i thought we were making like traction here that we were really going forward (sighs) so um yeah you see you see
2: their sales for at least was it yeah sales for i'm in love their last song like compared to you and poison, love is moves. It's,
0: it's not, it's bad. Oh, that's a shame, though. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, especially, like, I don't know. Because, I mean, realistically, too, is, it's, you know, the Go groups, when they get older, and that's why, you know, transitioning for them is such a big deal, because it's like they can only realistically do that kind of thing but for so long. Um, I mean, Girls' Generation, they, even them, like, they, they still have kind of a, it's less of a QC image and more of a, like, girl next door image at this point. Um, and even then, like, you know, when they do certain songs, you can, you know, see Taeyeon grimacing in the background. It's like, oh, God, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I mean, you look at that and, and You know, at some point, I mean, obviously with Ghost Generation, they're at a level now where they could do almost anything. But, you know, when you're, you know, a smaller group, it's more important to kind of, I don't know, I guess get yourself, you know, established so that you can, you know, go off and do other things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy for girl growth because you have to like you have to re- you know was it renovate yourself but at the same time stay the same, you know, stay yeah. useful and stay keep stay young. But at the same time they want you to be older and mature and be sexy. And yeah it's just like what can you do really?
0: Not yeah. Much. Well I mean I mean there are groups that have been able to successfully, you know, do it, but it's just It's not as easy for them, but, you know. I mean, you know, we've seen, you know, a lot of the groups, like I said, you know, Wonder Girls, Girls' Generation, Kara until recently, and then, you know, the groups that came directly after them, they were still going, so. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Secret's another curious case, but I think they were just, the fact that they're, they're, um, because it's one thing to have different concepts, but when they're so polarizingly different, it, it turns people off. Yeah, um, and then the fact that they're like scandals. Or, well, then they weren't that huge. I felt like they weren't. They shouldn't have been huge, but I guess in Korea they were huge. Um, the whole Hyosung thing, and then last year with the whole Songhua thing, and then just I don't know.
0: Because from yeah. And I think that also, like, kind of hurts them, like I said, with the establishing thing. Like, it makes them seem like they don't have an identity, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, because that's important because I feel like, I think that's why Twice in the way is doing so well. Because, like, you know, they came out and they instantly, like, you know, made, you know, distinguished, you know, themselves from each other you know, this is our tomboyish member. This is our really cutesy member. This is our sexy Japanese member. And, you know, they're, you know, they have, you know, the kind of spunky choreography and music. And there's a lot of personality there, which, you know, people were kind of complaining about with GFriend and Lovelies and, you know, some of the other groups, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, they all kind of seem alike. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I feel like twice kind of, is benefiting off of that yeah i mean
2: a lot of people at first were kind of like well the song is kind of cutesy and the mute the moves aren't the moves are kind of cutesy like they're making hearts and they're jumping up and down or whatever Mm -hmm. but at the same time for k-pop it's still interesting yeah Um, it felt like a mixture of k-pop and j-pop which i think kind of helps when you have three japanese members i don't know what it is And then again, it's not not a JYP song. So it doesn't have that initial JYP sound, which all their artists had when they debuted. Yeah. This was, again, also a refreshing thing for JYP Entertainment. So, you know,
0: I don't know. Definitely think so.
2: Well, the big thing that happened is, like, besides the whole car... Stuff was you know the bit the the new it couple?
0: Uh, oh yes, how could I forget? <laughs> I don't know
2: what to talk about that, but
0: yeah, only I, It didn't really. I mean, for me, I was like, okay. Other than it just kind of came out of nowhere, I guess. But then at the same time, I mean, I I mean I've never been I've been always been one of those people that's like you know let the idols date you know whoever they want to date. So, I mean. And I think it's funny because people were mentioning the pictures that Dispatch got. They were like, they're not even trying to hide it. And I was like, well, I mean, they're both adults. They shouldn't have to. <laughs> that was just interesting because I'm like, I
2: never saw their two names together. So it's the fact that they're dating. Well,
0: that interested me too. And I read something somewhere and, you know, grain of salt and all that, but um, someone that said apparently they heard that Jinsu was the one that reached out to Hani. um, I guess saw her on TV or saw her somewhere and reached out to her and she and another member of EXID went to see him um, in one of his musicals. And so I guess that's how they initially met up. Yeah,
2: from what I've read, they were Introduced by one of his friends, like he kind of like introduced them or whatever. Mm. And she was actually seen going to his musical twice, but fans mm. just speculated as her being a fan of him. So she was like, mm. oh, okay, she's gonna go see his musical twice or whatever. But mm. no, nope. mm. it seems like they got interested in each other and started meeting. They've been together for like six months or something like that, apparently.
0: Oh, well, and see you now. And I feel kind of bad because they see it now, you know, Jinsu. Um, may go into the military, you know, this year, and people are saying this might kind of be a loose loose proposition for Honey because people are going to expect her to stay faithful as the girlfriend that's left behind, and you know, there's more room for her to say or do something that people will construe as will basically find any reason to, you know, construe as negative and get negative, you know attention for EXID. So hopefully this won't, you know
3: um,
0: more than it. anything, yeah.
3: I've been
2: seeing comments like of like because you know, majority of the time when these kind of like couples like people find out about these couples and the guy is about to go to the military, they always end up breaking up after the guy gets out of the military or while he's still in the military. So mm-hmm. it's all people are kind of expecting that to happen. They're like, oh, they're just announcing that they can break
0: up while he's in the military or something. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, to me, even if they were still going to be together, I, to me, I personally would just be like, let's just like say we're going to break up like before you go into the military. That way, you know, nobody's going to be expecting anything or trying to find out anything. They'll just assume that you're not together. Because then, you know, you don't have people, you know, being like, oh, you know, you know, looking for stuff to 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 find to say about Hani, you know, oh, she's being unfaithful or she's being insensitive or what, you know, whatever they would say, people or about Junsu right. as well, you know.
2: Well, people are already speaking negatively, and by the way, Junsu is like ready to sue all netizens that talk about him and Hani and their
1: relationship. <laughs> she's <laughs> I'm ready.
0: Surprised. uh JYG Jay has gotten very good at that. So. <laughs> uh, did, got...
2: did... Sorry. Go ahead. I am just going to say, he has the money for that. So. Good for you, honey. You got yourself a good man right there.
3: <laughs>
1: like, yeah, the, the only thing I don't like is how many international fans keep, like, making jokes about one of them being a beard. Um, I think I I really, like, yeah. I get it or whatever, but I think that shit's rude. Like, respect yeah. the relationship, at least as far as we know it. Like, just because you have an opinion on their sexuality doesn't mean you actually should have an opinion, like... I get it. Some of you are joking, but I think some people like genuinely mean it. And some people don't say it like it's supposed to be funny, which is the point of a joke. If you're joking, it should be funny to at least somebody. So, and I, I don't think know. it
0: leaves a bad taste in people's mouths because I think, especially DBSK, um, as five, had a history of a lot of that kind of boy band shipping going on uh, with the oh, yeah. whole Young J business and, and all of that. Um, people, they're still out there shipping, you know, and Jaejoong, um, they're both, at, at, they're both in the military now, right? Or, yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah, I think th- there was some, a few instances where they actually crossed paths, or they were seen together, um, and people were just freaking the F out, so, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, I mean, I, I for me, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I thought it was kind of, you know, sweet. You know, if they're like, you know, mending wounds and you know, you know, be, you know, repairing their friendship. But you know, then you have the people there. Like, I knew they were still in love, and it's like, uh, okay. Um, and then the people that were like, you know, giving them fanfic and fan art, you know, at fan meets and things like that. It's just...
1: Yeah, the the DVSK fans were a little creepy, but um, on the the and Hanian... Junsu thing like I think I think it's a cute couple I don't know Um, (laughs) I think the way they met too seems very cute the only thing the only thing I do kind of agree with is that it's kind of strange that she would get with somebody who's probably gonna go to the military next year um, when she's like at her peak of famous and general hotness in general like people are all about her not that she looks particularly better now than she did like last year or something but the fact that everybody is all about her going nuts for her it seems well that's not hard for
0: me to to imagine because I think with with girl like especially with girls with some girls not obviously not all girls but um I think from her Perspective is probably a bit different, you know, like they're saying. Well, no, no, I'm is... not.
1: Well, hold on, hold on, real quick. I'm not saying that, like, I think she should go out and bang everybody. Like, that's no, not what no, I'm no. saying.
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying for her, she probably doesn't see it that way. as, you know, like, oh, this is my peak, and it is she's probably looking at it as like, oh, Jin from DBSK is interested in me, and you right. know, obviously they all get to get they get together very well. So, you know,
1: right. But more what I mean is that, like, in terms of her, her as a, uh, uh like a businesswoman and in the in the industry that she's in like she's only now peaking to the point where she's going to be on the, all these shows so to have her relationship come out right now as she's blowing up means that everything is going to be asking her about Junsu because she's a woman in the industry and unfortunately they all they care about is your looks who are you dating and your looks so like she's just going to get an onslaught of these these questions about Junsu and the fact that he's going to go off to the military is only going to make all that stuff worse, which is more yeah. what I mean. Not not necessarily that, like, it's weird she would date when she's at her peak of hotness. That's not what I mean. It's that <laughs> the person that she has picked, right? Because it's a person yeah. that can't really be there, and the military is always considered, like, a strain. So she's essentially, at some point, when he goes to the military, going to have to go through the strain basically by herself is more what yeah. I mean. It seems like kind of bad timing in that. Like, I think... I don't know, for me, I think it probably would have been better for them to be like, hey, we should totally date when you get out of the military. So I don't well, yeah, that's what
0: I, you know, I was telling, Car- you know, I was saying, you know, I would just, even if they didn't like privately, just publicly be like, you know, we're going to separate for the time being, and then see what happens when he gets back out, you know, it's just sort of thing, just to cut off, you know, any questioning from like the public or you know from you can't really people. do right. that
2: and you can't really do that in the k-pop idol world because once you're seen as dating it's either you continue to date or you completely break up and you di- don't get back together because then it's kind well, of well like no but they're...
1: that's what I mean they should have never they should have never made that connection is more what I'm saying
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like, but they shouldn't have dated
2: I guess they like each
1: other that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, and I get it. Like I, like, like, like I said, I like the couple. I think they, I think they look good together, yeah. and I want. Especially I love the really so awesome. I want. Yeah, but like I love EXID, I want Hani to be happy. I want all those girls to be happy. So I'm cool with it. It's fine. I just think, had I been in Hani's shoes, I would have been like, okay, well, hold on. If I do this. Everything they ask me for the next three years is going to be just about Junsu, or two years, because he's been in the military for two years. Everything is going to be just about him. Even if we split up, everything will be about him. I probably should avoid this until he's out. <laughs> like I should <laughs> probably not do this, you know. Um, but but again, like, and I get it. Trust me, I get it. People do. Uh, people don't think about the future when they're in love. They think about this moment you know like the moment that they're in so for all by by all means six months dude they've they've already been together like clearly they really like each other and i'm really happy for them so don't take it the wrong way i just mean because of the the onslaught of questions she's gonna oh, get no, 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 if i no. was in her shoes i wouldn't do it
2: yeah i, I would do that too because i'd be like um you're like one of the most popular idols you know, in the K-pop Asia world, maybe, you know. So it's just like, you know, when you come out of the military, you and I, we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're about to get married, right when you get out. But we I need mean, to that's wait.
0: why. Um, what was it? Dara just came out in an interview, and like after years of saying, oh, I, I, I don't date, I don't go out on dates, and then she was like, yeah, I used to date this guy, and we only would do car dates because you know that's what idols do to try and not get caught dating people. Just and, like all um, old
1: idols start saying the minute they get old, they're just like, you know what? Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, it's like we know you're dating. You know, but we we get it. We you don't you don't want people speculating, so it's fine. So
2: well, good luck with that dispatch right behind y'all. Take your photos.
0: <laughs> oh, I know yeah. dispatch is getting really like Yo, I don't know. You know
1: what... dispatch is stalking Dara right now <laughs> after she was like, yeah, I dated. They're just like, okay, well we need a we need a line on her right now. <laughs>
0: Like seriously, they are I, their resources. Mm, I, I, you know, they need to be working for like the government or something. Because
1: I have a strong feeling that Dispatch has a lot of dirt on a lot of people, and it's a matter of their companies paying to like knock it, the dirt out.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that's. If you look
1: that's... at some of the pictures that they catch, it's like the most perfect, perfect like. Um, and and obviously cameras have gone a long way. I get it, right? But you'll see people on like like tiny little crowded streets, and they're like across the street from the
3: idol. Well,
0: it's like, true. It's like with paparazzi. Like here, like some people will call, you know, it's to get, you know, will call paparazzi like in the U.S. on purpose, you know, and right. have them take you know rent um, so-called you know random pictures or whatever but they actually called them and like Paris Holton used to like do it all the time Kardashians do it you know that
1: sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah so I mean I don't know it it I think they have ammo on a lot of people
0: I'm
2: um, like here because you know here they're always having breaking news of the latest scandal that's happening with celebrities like they, they find fake uh, photos of a celebrities doing drugs or something, immediately it gets posted on the internet or you know, yeah. whatever. But in Korea it's like they they gather all the photos and all the evidence and they hold on to it and then they tell their companies, We have these photos and we have this evidence and so it's like what can you give us to that? Um, put these photos out, and they hold on to so it, that's why, like, that's why, um, Dispatch be like, oh, on New Year's Eve, we're gonna have something special for you.
0: <laughs> They're like, which one, which one are we gonna, like, release, you know, at the beginning of the year? That's some, the mob level stuff right there. Like, well,
3: play.
1: that's some smart <laughs> business, dude, I don't know, like, hey, I have all this blackmail on you, like, it's, it's not really blackmail, but it's basically blackmail, so. <laughs> I mean, but uh, you're better off, right? Like, because you got to think about it. I'm sure, and I'm sure this happens all the time, and I'm sure this is the reason that you see Dispatch break uh, dating cases on JYP, SM, um, FNC, and YG way less than any other label. Is like, it's they're probably looking at it and going, how many copies are we going to sell, versus, and how much media play are we going to get, versus how much will this label really give me in money? You know, it's yeah. straight up dollar signs. So, I mean, I'm sure the reason that we got to hear about the Taehyung and Bae- Baekhyun thing is because uh, either more people found out, or they weren't willing to put up the money. Like <laughs> that's gotta be it, you know. Yeah. That, so,
2: that or there was they had uh, stuff on a bigger scandal on SM, and SM was like, you know what? Instead of releasing that, you guys can release the photos of Taehyung and Baekhyun. We can deal with that. You go ahead and release. Yeah.
1: Them. Yeah, it could be that. They could have been like one or the other. Be like, you know what? Listen.
0: <laughs> it's all one huge conspiracy. Oh. It's conspiracy. Oh, it's true.
2: I love it's true.
0: <laughs> oh man. So anything else? If not oh no. I wanna pour one out for my girls and Kara. <laughs> um you I mean you guys will still be around but you know as a group we will remember you fondly um, you guys apparently have a, a lot of fans over at Family Guy um, studios so you guys can be you know confident in the fact that you guys have gotten a lot of exposure here in Japan and they have a lot of, they've probably got a lot of money and they'll be just fine so
2: Hey, uh, well, I don't know if she owns it anymore, but I knew that Hara owned the building. I think she sold it, but for like, more money than that she bought. So, you know, she invested very well in that building. Oh. Too young. I think she owns the building and she renewed it and everything. So.
0: These girls got uh, money. The only one who oh, does yeah. money is
2: Youngji. She has a little bit, but not that much, you know. She's
0: <laughs> well, you know, like you know, like we said, Youngji's young, and you know, she's she's got potential. So you know, if I were her, I'd be like, keep going.
2: My ray of sunshine. But yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Any last thoughts on Kara, Kiara? No. Just thank you for everything. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that is it for this week. Tim, you want to close us out?
1: Uh, Sure. I can do that. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, Please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. We also are on, on Tumblr, uh, not your average and on facebook facebook.com not average netizens uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes thank you so much please uh, comment there um, subscribe rate us it really helps us a lot we really need to um, you know get our name out there and to do that we really need the, the ratings and the um, the comments excuse me um, you can find us on iTunes by just by searching uh, "Not Your Average Netizens," and we are the logo that has the. Um, oh, we changed our logo, right? It's the our new one, or did we not um, change well,
0: it? Well, we haven't changed it since last year. It's
1: ah, okay. The, so it's still the lollipop with the headphones.
0: No, it's the uh, oh. the little. Um,
1: that's what I asked. I meant that Smiley
0: one. Smiley face with... Oh, well, I mean, we've had that one for a while, but yes. I mean, we have... I don't know.
1: It's our logo that's on our website. The girl with the our sunglasses and, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. and the N-Y-A-N. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't listen to us on iTunes uh, because you don't like Apple, that's fine. You can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, you can comment there as well uh, and, I, and subscribe, so please please do that. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, issues that you want us to bring up, um, suggestions about the future of our show, that would be great as well. Um, you can reach us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. And lastly, we are also on Twitter. You can tweet at us and retweet us and throw all kinds of stuff at us and talk to us and be mean and uh, all that good stuff at uh, nyanetizens on Twitter.
0: Yay! I'm so glad you're back to do that, Tim. I really (laughs) hate doing the closing. I really. um, Yes. Thank you, and again, yes, thank you guys um, for listening to us, for following us into another new year, and yes, we will be seeing you again next week. Bye, everybody.
1: See ya.
2: Bye, bye. Always remember Kara in your
3: heart. (laughs) (laughs) car forever